No, it's like it's it's so weird. I would say that like New York, like definitely when you it comes off as harsh, especially when you first get here. Yeah. But then you kind of come to appreciate oh, it's not that bad like at all. People are very direct. But also, like, if you're having a bad day, like, how many times, maybe this is an everywhere thing, but how many times have I cried in a club bathroom and, like, six <laughs> girls have, like, surrounded me and been like, oh, my God, what do you need? Where are your friends? Can I go get them? Like, so just... I have never been either one of those people. However, um, like, my girlfriend and one of our friends will often come out of a bathroom, not even at a club, like, at a restaurant or a bar yeah. or something like that. And it's, you know, guess who I just made friends with in the bathroom? And it's always the crying girl. So It's always the crying girl. Okay, maybe that's just an everywhere place. The best place to cry in the bathroom is like a special kind of like. It's like times 10. Oh, yeah. Like you guys are best fucking friends for that like five and a half minutes that you were in the bathroom. I totally. So one of the one of my stories from when I first moved here, um, I worked at this like little one of my clients at my job was this little like fashion blog. And the two girls that worked there were totally like socialite girls. Like they just go to Greece like for the weekend. (laughs) And things like that. And so they came back one weekend and they're like, oh, my God, Boom Boom Room was crazy. And they're telling me how Lindsay Lohan was crying in the bathroom and they like redid her makeup and like adjusted her clothes so she was like cute again. And so it was like, it was a cute story. They're like, she was just having a rough night. Real sweet girl. (laughs) Oh, Stone Jen's back. Welcome everyone to Maybe Geek Again, episode 38, uh, where we are wrapping up our season four rewatch um, of The 100 in anticipation for the season five premiere um, on Tuesday. Uh, hopefully we'll have this edited and up for you guys tonight on Sunday, but I make absolutely no promises because that's just kind of the fly by no one's seat of anyone's pants. Because <laughs> you're the do. worst and lazy. But... It's because we are the worst, most unprofessional podcast in existence. Um, and I did a terrible job planning the schedule. But anyway, we're here now and we're going to talk about, um, is it prime fire or prim fire? Like how do you guys prime pronounce fire. Prime fire. Prime fire. Prime okay, prime fire. fire. Episode 13 and our season five predictions. As you can hear from the peanut gallery, I am joined, <laughs> Shaheen is out um, today. And so I am joined by Bubs and OG podcast crew, um, Jen. Hi. Hi hey. Cool. That was great. Um, <laughs> As always, uh, you can come yell at us on Twitter after you listen or before you listen, or really you don't even have to listen, but if you're listening to this now, you have at least pressed play, and maybe you're going to press stop right now. Um, Yeah, that's what I would do. Or maybe you've just enjoyed the posters that Joe has been making because they're amazing. (laughs) Oh my god, like the fact that Zach liked two different, like, retweets of the one with him and the centaur, like, I feel bad, like, I hope that they find that shit funny, but at the same time, like... It's also a little objectify-y. Oh, come on. Have you seen his Instagram? Oh, please. That guy would be naked everywhere if he could be. Oh, okay. you, if only not. you were into fan fiction because there was a really great fan fiction that I just read um, when in Brome, where Roan was just like, oh, I just want to be naked all the time. <laughs> is it, was it like, was it like a, like a, like a antiquities AU or is it just like a No, so um, when I started reading this, I was like, oh, this is so creative. Like this reality TV show based on the road, like this author, which she is amazing. This is not to discount her, but it turns out Bromans was actually a reality TV filmed in the UK. 
uh, that happened that actually happened and had full frontal nudity like the whole way through. What <laughs> the fuck? Yeah, and it was canceled off the first season. Can you believe that? <laughs> what the fuck? Anyways, so that like was a thing. Um. Okay. So. All right. Moving right so along. What? <laughs> what are we? What are we doing today? I don't know. We're doing. We're kind of going to do a podcast. Oh. I guess. What's everyone drinking or substance? Oh yes, I'm what having La Fin du Monde. Ooh, which the is the end of the world. Yeah, I thought that was fitting. You know, <laughs> is that the tall Belgian like in yes. the big bottle with the scary labels? Yeah, it was the oh. cheapest. Um, high percentage beer at Gracefully, which I think you're familiar. I don't know if it was the round when you were here. No, I've never heard of it. Oh, damn it. So it's a grocery store near me that's, like, kind of bougie and a little overpriced. Um, but all of their, like, tall beers are, like, always, like, 15 to 20 bucks. This one was 11, and I was like, I'll take two. (laughs) I love your, uh, economics. Um, I'm really good at math. And then, Jen, what about you? Or I'm drinking Coke. Okay. So you're gonna get on that sugar high? Yes, that is the only thing I'm doing today. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> likely, likely story. Um, all right, well, cool. Do you want to promo your your blog or anything, Jen? So if you guys want high-quality content... Whoa, 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 whoa. We are a very <laughs> truthful podcast. I'm, I'm calling fair and ba- balanced shenanigans on that if, statement. If you are looking for high-quality content that is nothing like this podcast, um, <laughs> please visit my blog at... Uh, DeclareShenanigans.com. I write reviews after each uh, new episode comes out. And other think pieces, if I may be so bold to call them such, about um, the hundred. Yeah, so, like, if you want to know why Echo is the best character ever and the show should revolve around her. Bullshit! (laughs) Please please visit my blog at DeclareShenanigans.com. It's well written. I mean, I'm not an MLA professor, but, it's, like, it's, it's, it's pretty written. good. It's okay. Com- compared to, like, some of the previews I've been reading for the 100 season 5, it's... Yeah, okay. I mean, that's that's a fair point. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, uh, shit. What do we... Let's see. What are, we, we went through all of that. Um, all right. So we're actually going to be talking about episode 413, the season 4 finale, um, Prime Fire, written by Jason Rothenberg, and I believe Dean White directed it. Um, what were your guys' overall takes? Um, apart from, well, it looks like we actually all really enjoyed this season finale, except maybe Bubs had a few more gripes than we. Yeah, did. Bubs, Bubs. I'll go last. Par- you guys can talk about. You can wax po- poetic about it. Oh, and then yeah. you can put the capper of shit on it. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Oh, perfect. <laughs> you guys agree. You guys should Everybody. talk about it together, and then I'll do my caveats. I like. I. It was a good series finale or season finale. Ooh, uh, season finale. I think. Thank um, God it wasn't a series finale, right? It might have. It might have been my favorite. Um, yeah, I think it probably is my favorite. Um, I. A lot of people might disagree with me, but I really still do like the season one finale as well because it left on that cool cliffhanger of like, who are these people? No, same, same. I agree. Okay, cool. Because uh, everyone's like, oh, the season two finale is amazing. I'm like, yeah, it's amazing, but it wasn't cliffhangery. Like, they could have oh ended God. the series right there if yeah. they wanted to. It was so good with the with, with the, the whole, like, completely different environment. Like, all of a sudden. Yeah, so amazing. you're like, what the fuck is going on? Oh, like, my God. Like, we haven't seen, like, is this, in a, is this an alternate reality? What is going on here? So I really I, It, like, that. ended, and I was like, eee! 
Like, <laughs> well, it, it, it reminded me of season two, or sorry, the end of season one, where we see Clark waking up in uh-huh. Mount Weather, and you're like, what the fuck? Because before yeah. we even knew Mount Weather, I was like, wait, that's when my mind went to, is it all a simulation kind of a thing? Hmm. Um, because that was a reasonable thing um, at the time. <laughs> uh, and so... That was great. And then I also really liked that we didn't jump back and forth. Like, that we got the sort of bunker shit out of the way at the beginning. Because I feel like it really would have ruined the tension, considering there there wasn't much tension in the bunker, at least that we were going to see. And so, like, if we had, like, cut back and forth into the bunker between, like, the the Science Island storyline, it would have been like, uh, now we're doing pol- political shit? Like, they're mm. fighting for their lives. So I really, I liked that we were like, cool. So we're going to talk about, like, you know... Science Island and Space Crew Kids. Um, it was. It, I, I really liked the finale. But what, what were your what were your issues with it, Bubs? Well, so these are issues that I had the whole way through. That is were that, just sorry. Is that bonsai? Yeah, is that, sorry. Is that the, little, the little. I can't hear with my over the ear. He's so he's. Hold on, hold on. Let me help him make his like nest with my comforter. <laughs> Does he need? Is... You need to give him the proper thing to hump. No, no. He's oh he's trying God. to make a, a bet. Wait, is he? Oh, he's spinning. He's spinning. He's done. Wait. No, that's good. It's good. Just lay down. <laughs> so, um, apparently, evolutionarily, dogs go around in a circle because it scares the stuff off of the ground. So when oh, they lay down, they don't sense. like lay down on a snake. So he he just saved himself from a snake. Um, so my beefs with the finale have to do with like the beefs I had the whole way through, um, which were like the there's a lot of like character. Um, drama that didn't have like the reprise where they kind of resolved everything and you felt like the the dynamic was pushed forward. Um, and if this was the first season that they had done that, um, I think that I still would have loved the finale. But this is like coming off of like season two where a lot of people were separated, season three everyone was separated, um, and then season four... So, like, I felt that they didn't a lot do enough character work to earn, like, the when everyone showed up in the last episode. Um, and it was supposed to be this, like, moment, like, in Nevermore, where everyone was like, yes, they're all back together. Awesome. Like, I know that I was supposed to feel that way, but I didn't at all. I felt like, oh, these people who could have been great friends, but because they haven't, like, maintained those relationships are like, oh, right, you guys, hey, what's up? What are you doing here? Like, that's kind of more how I felt about it, which really underscored, or not underscored, it just kind of got in the way of me feeling, feeling what I was meant to feel, basically. Well, I guess I, mean, I, I guess I felt I felt extra for you, so I filled that in. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? No, some people had a problem. Some people didn't have a problem with it. But like for me, like I I I saw it with Capital Chick, and I think we both felt the same to the extent where we watched it twice in a row. And after the first one, where we were like yelling at the television, um, we were like, okay, we're gonna watch it again. And like Capital Chick's husband was like Homer Simpson hedged himself out. He's like, oh, okay, um, I think I'm gonna go to sleep. <laughs> Because we were just, like, very intense about it. Um, I wonder if, like... I wonder what the breakdown is of people who didn't like the season four finale or felt that there was this sort of emotional drift. um, Mm -hmm. Versus, like, I feel like... and, And... people are going to probably flame me for this. Like, I wonder what the... Like, what the overlap in the Venn diagram is of Belark shippers. Uh Uh-huh. Who also felt like that there was, like, too much kind of, like, separation or that there wasn't enough time paid to the emotions or whatever. Because I just... 
I, as a non-Balarker, and again, this doesn't uh-huh. actually really have to do with that because, of course, they were going to be separated. Like, that's kind of the plot. Like, and that's not what you're complaining They're about. always separated. They're always separated. Because so, it's like, like they separated it. all the big relationships. Um, so I, I'm, I'm really curious, like, how... Like, what, what sort of overlap is of people who thought that I, this was in some ways unsatisfying? No, I think that's, I think that's fair. Um, I, like I don't you know. you guys just have more feelings than we do? <laughs> um, I, but, like, the thing is, it's not really about, like, Balark, like, my, like, dis- Balark disappointment for Finale is, like, a separate thing altogether. It's really more, like, um, the, like, Clark and Raven, um... They, I mean, yeah. they've only had like antagonistic interactions um, for seasons now, and it's just like they had one nice thing at, after Nevermore, but it was kind of one of those like it was it felt like it was in the moment, like not really fixing everything else that was going on with them. Um, so it's I just think that sometimes the show uses like conflict for plot reasons and forgets that like when you um introduce that conflict you have to have a resolution to that especially if these characters are meant to be like very connected to each other so like raven like giving clark grief about um she needs to make the list you know and then raven giving clark grief about like putting amori in the the radiation tube like even how though she much of of raven with that though like i wonder how much of that was sort of I mean, ali's cold and calculating this oh I, I i can't because like i don't think raven would have ever complained about it because she's a woman of science um so i still had beef about that but the fact that they chose to make her against it um yeah so there was never a moment where like raven was like this all su- like if she like there should have been a moment in the finale because this is the finale it's on Raven like she's the one who can figure it out she's the one who's putting all the pieces together if there's a moment where her and Clark discussed it and she was just like oh my god like I get it like it's this is so hard like when the pressure's on you it's so you know daunting and like whatever like there sh- if there would have been that moment that I would have felt everything between those two you know um, yeah. but like for example Murphy and Monty. That was the first time they had a scene t- together, like, I mean, that's, in the whole show. That's a fair complaint, and and we'll definitely, like, get into that once we yeah. get a little bit more mm-hmm. into the episode. Um, before we start talking about Science Crew, though, I just really want to, like, just at least give us a hot minute to, like, graze over the bunker, if anyone has, you know, because we to did graze get some... over it. To graze, yeah. 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 Uh, God, I hate me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> to the club. And it's it's not even really so much. I mean, we basically just get a, a Blake siblings conversation, which before was the radio great. Cuts out, which was great, and then we also have um, a conversation uh, with sort of a little pep talk from Indra. Um, you know, so, who I'm, yeah. Go so, ahead, Jen. so it seems like what what Bubs wants is a conversation like O and Bellamy had at the very beginning, where they just kind of put a bow tie and everything between those two. No, not a bow tie. I feel like that makes it, like, cheesy. I don't want a bow tie. I want to know that they're still friends. I want to know well, that no, that's what I mean. Of, like, like, they're, they're tying the conflict. it off. They're, t- they're tying it off. They're not, it's not but, like but a they don't, sweet conversation. It like, it's a, it's there a, can be still still antagonism. There can still be, like, this friction. But they're, they if, if they want us to feel like this um, 
relief that they're all back together, we have to feel those, like, connections that, like, thank God my friends are here. Like, I need to feel like they're friends. And I don't think that that was sold enough throughout the season. I I don't think, like, the only one that I feel was problematic was Clark and Raven last season. I feel like Bellamy has a good relationship with everybody, uh, including Murphy. I felt like Murphy and Raven left things at a a pretty emotional high and an understanding between the two. No, they did good with Murphy and um, Raven, for sure. Um, It it just, it feels like, I think the dynamic between a lot of people and Clark is problematic in season four. But and it's, it's probably it intentionally her. so. Yes, I think no, it was intentional. Agreed. And like that's, I think that's something that I, I maybe discussed last time or it was in Slack chat. I can't remember. Which um, I've like come to this epiphany that season four was just one giant setup for season five. Like more than any other season has been. Um, which I think is why I had like some pains throughout it was because it was just a big placeholder to get us to season five. Um and I think it, it works in some good ways in the sense that, like, there's a lot from the beginning that sets up season five. Like, there's a lot of cohesiveness on that standard cohesive word of the day. Um, <laughs> so from that perspective, it made me feel a lot better about the things I didn't like, because as much as I still don't think it's better storytelling, because I think that you should be able to do both. Um, as long as there is the logic behind it, I can kind of be like, okay, I get it, you know? Um, but I just, sometimes, like, in, in interviews, like, um, Jason Rothenberg is obviously very talented. He has some of the best episodes, always. Mm -hmm. Um, but, like, when he says, like, oh, I like to skip over things because, like, you know, the boring stuff. I'm like, that's not the boring stuff. (laughs) I mean, I think, I think that that, like, actually really gets into the difference between, um, certain, like, I wouldn't even say content creators and fans, but sort mm-hmm. of, b- but sort of the way that you consume and view media. Because, like, if you go into any totally. sort of subreddit or whatever, you have people who are like, "Oh, I'm so tired of the relationships. All this fucking like, I've never <laughs> all, the, like, all the they, talking about things. Oh, like, oh, shippers, oh. shippers ruin <laughs> fandom. Blah blah blah. And like, they use well, this term true. shippers as like a blanket thing to only be talking just about go romance. watch sports. It has no narrative. <laughs> But, but like, the, there are two kinds of people, you know, who who definitely view, and I'm not saying that this is Jason Rothenberg by any means, because it's obvious that he very does much, you know, does care about his character's relationships, mm-hmm. but maybe not to the degree that you view but the like, necessity of yes. those relationships. Yeah, but I also think that, like, sometimes also he the thinks... Worst, clearly. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah, this is true. Yeah, that's, like, just fact. Um. So I think that, like, he... But, like, I think that he wants to skip over things that shouldn't be skipped over all the time. Um, Because you can't, like, he'll say, like, oh, but we'll make commentary that speaks to, like, what happened. And, like, that's why season three Bellamy Pike storyline didn't work. Because you didn't speak, like, you just gave, like, um, exposition. You didn't exposition and, show. like, meaningful glances and, and like, angry Well, there, was, there wasn't even enough exposition. There was, like... Little bits of well, of, they're as like, just shot at children. So I mean, like, yes, that's horrible. That's horrible. But like, is you need to like show it so it's a bigger thing. Sorry, I interrupted you. Go on. But not. But but it's it's just like with that whole storyline. All it took was an episode to turn Bellamy over to Pike's side, and there were you know only a few scenes to actually do that. Um, and that was such a. So that's such a dramatic moment, and it's such a huge 
thing in season three for for Bellamy to do that they that they gave it so little time and so little attention in the narrative and with more scenes or just something mm-hmm. um it, they made a huge mistake there um because that was my contention with season three is that they they really uh they really did Bellamy dirty because they didn't they didn't give his character enough time to develop in the ways that they wanted. And they, like, skipped from point A to point D without going through point C. And I think that, like, I think they just needed to better show how he, like, he felt that it was on him. Like, he's the one that said, like, yes, we can trust this person. He's the one, like, that gave the go-ahead, that, like, created the issue that got everyone blown up. Like, children, families that made it through Asgeta got blown up. So, like, it was his call. And so, like, when you, like, think about it, it makes sense. But they should have had him, like, really talking about how it was his fault. It was, like, you know, that moment where he made the call. Like, if if they would have, like, doubled down on that moment, it would have made more sense. But I think that in some ways that was almost the, the, the purpose of the sequence that we had um, with Kane and the radio and Bellamy trying to get the two red shirts was that was sort of the culmination of all of that, of every decision that he had made and feeling responsible for people. And it was, A, it was about, like, letting go of Octavia. Mm -hmm. And then also recognizing that, like, you can't save Octavia, and that also doesn't mean that by choosing not to save Octavia that you can then save everyone else. Like, mm-hmm. it's not a, it's not one or the other. Sometimes it's neither, and that's just the way it is. Yeah, I don't know if I connect them as much, but, like, it definitely, for season four, it definitely was him needing yeah. to understand that, like, it's not his duty to save everybody, um, especially when it's, like, giving his own life to, like, maybe save somebody. Like, well, so, I, I mean, yeah, yeah, that's, that's all I got, yeah. Well, can <laughs> we talk a little bit more about the conversation between um, Octavia and Bellamy, um, just because that's kind of, like, where, that's um, kind of the big thing that we, that we got I um, love, at the beginning of the episode. Yeah, I love the Blake callback to Greek mythology, because, so, you guys don't know this, but in Blark fan fiction, oh, oh yes, God. no, please, please. Um, shut up, John. Um, there's, there's like, it comes what up a lot. What if Jen is secretly, like, the most prolific Oh, Bullard. don't think I don't know that. Yeah, right? just like, coffee shop a- AU, left and right, guys. And I write the ones, I write all the ones where Bellamy is a professor of history. And, um, and. You're getting a lot of details. And Clark is, really a, is an right. art student. No, I mean, this is. Oh, God. Like, those are Clark all Clark is a mine. doctor. Dear fan fiction writers, Clark is a doctor. I will die on this grave. What do you say? Hill. Right? Like, I'm sorry. Art is a hill. Die on hill. this grave? Like, <laughs> we I don't remember. Get to, you don't okay. get to be an artist in the apocalypse. I'm sorry. Uh, it's also just like, she's this is so an AU. smart. And like, not that artists aren't smart. They oh totally are. Oh my god, that, but I, that's what I'm taking from it. I'm, yeah, I know. No, I said that wrong. Bubs anyway. Um, but she is like, she. I don't know how to explain this. She's like a leader. She is 
I don't even, I can't explain this in a way that it's going to be satisfactory, but she is a doctor. <laughs> okay, Clark is a doctor, and let's get back Anyways, to Bellamy and Octavia. <laughs> so back to Bellamy and Octavia. Um, so in Polarchian fiction, um, it's a huge theme with Bellamy and Greek mythology. And like to the point where I'm like, okay, they, they've only mentioned this like twice. And so like, to me, it's like an overkill of, but they finally brought it back. They actually made it a canon thing where... Octavia and Bellamy talked about it, which so in that respect, it was really nice because up until then, it was just Bellamy naming Octavia um, after like Greek mythology and well, uh, not even mythology. Oh, like, that was yeah, yeah. Greek history. Roman? Right? Roman history? Greek? Octavia wasn't Octavia? Caesar's sister? Yeah. So Roman, I guess. But still, somebody. Whatever. Naked people <laughs> in Greece. Um, so, and then we have the Iliad, Gina giving Bellamy the Iliad, um, in season three. And that's it. Yeah, but now, now we got our call back. Um, Jen, you mentioned, uh, Prometheus. Yeah. In your, in your notes. Um, so, so since Bellamy called, sorry, I'm, I've got, I've got a puppy attached to my arm and we're wrestling. I understand. As, as I'm speaking. Um, so if you hear any weird, like, snorting or whatnot, that is not me. I mean, <laughs> for the most Probably. part. Probably. Likely fucking snorting. Is my little, is my little bulldog. Um, any farts are Jen, though? Well, oh, yeah, no. Not farts are 100% Jen. I'm actually putting this in the episode notes. All farts, 100% Jen. So, so it, it's interesting that Bellamy calls, oh, Prometheus. Um, and Prometheus is the dude that brings fire to mankind. And he's made to pay for it. Um, like, didn't didn't the gods kill him or something like that? He was shackled to a rock, and a bird would eat his liver every single day, and so, it would like regenerate. Dude, so old yeah, tiny, like punishment. <laughs> you were like, like hard. We're real. They're real. <laughs> Jesus. Um. So I, I'm just like wondering if there's going to be some sort of mythological parallel to her in season five to, or to that somebody. that's a real like easter egg for some cannibalism that's uh, i mean duck liver is good <laughs> people oh liver pate people pate yeah. oh my god what if liver. what if instead of just like how we think that everyone is gonna like fight each other and like kill to be in bunker, you know, to 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 get food in bunker crew. Like, what if instead they kind of set up like um like a pate sort of thing where like one person gets chosen to like be fed and fattened, and then like they have a feast. <laughs> oh my god, it's, you guys. Um, I mean, is it human sacrifice is a huge thing in human history, so. Yeah. Knows. Look at Jen shitting on antiquity again. <laughs> yeah, um, I just prefer not killing and eating people. Call me weird. Have Don't you ever sneer had at people? ancient people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, there's no cultural relativism in my in my world. Ancient times suck. <laughs> yeah, um, no, actually, um, so our listener Hundred Crew. Mm-hmm. Um, he tweeted about the pod you posted yesterday. He's like, what What government does the um, behind the scenes relate to? And I was like, oh, I'm going to say something really funny and look up some weird government. So I spent like an hour, an hour, like scoring, like scouring the internet for like a weird, like past historical government. A way to describe the behind the scenes of May We Geek again? Oh, totally. And I, I came he, up, I was like, 
I came up with like pre um, pre contact Hawaii. And I was gonna I was gonna say that I was like pre contact Hawaii, and then I read this whole like dissertation on it, and I was like, Girl, oh, I'm so things? glad I didn't say that because it's it's like a lot of sexual stuff and like a lot of fucked up sexual. Well, only <laughs> fucked up because we don't see it that way. But it was just, anyways. <laughs> was, there, was there, was there, like, uh, child brides and incest? Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, only incest among the, the reigning class. That was only allowed. Well, obviously, because, you know, if you're up top, you just want to, like, really just sing. You want to maintain pool. your mana. Mm-hmm. I'm like, not even kidding. That's what they had. That they're like, so, are you yeah. mad that you learned something? No, I, I well. <laughs> Let go. <laughs> I choose to believe that that was not directed at the dog, but was actually directed at Bubs. Just let go. Just let go, Bubs. Yeah, no, I, I was just surprised by his tweet. Just to like, people assume that we are again way more dedicated and professional than we actually are. God, no, I think we're dedicated. Like we're a... not professional. No, no. Let's talk about Indra. Um, because oh God, yes. I got, I got, yes. I got questions, guys. Yes. Yeah. What's your question? I yes. got questions. All right. Th- this doesn't make any sense to me. Yeah. There's a lot of like, the commander is over, but also here's Octavia with the fucking gear and and the cape. So that's it's a pep talk. So this squeaky thing. Uh huh. This is this is Emmett's little rabbit that he's eating the ass out of and like caved oh. the face in. Emmett's a kinky bitch. He's yeah, into he that, a kinky yeah. Bitch. He loves this thing, but he can get a grip on it. Like, seriously, he's the strongest thing on the face of the earth. And I'm trying to, like, oh, my God. Anyway, <laughs> so. <laughs> I can fear, I can hear his huffing. <laughs> he, he, is, he, is a, he is a huffing bitch. Um, so, so this, this really confuses me. So, Indra's like, the time of the commanders is over, and the time of the flame is over. So... When, when, after she says this, oh, you know, makes her grand uh, entrance out to give her speech to everybody, mm-hmm. she's wearing Le- Lex's cape, um, and she's wearing the, uh, the, the, the gear on her forehead, like Lexa wore. Mm-hmm. Um, I can explain the gear in that I think maybe it's, it's a symbol of tree crew, um, yeah, I hate that we don't know enough about past commanders to know if that's a I Lexa mean, thing. Is, is or just a... like the, we don't know enough about the cultures on the ground. Like, well, we really don't. But also, though, if 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 the time of the commanders and the flame is over and we're one crew, why are we wearing a symbol of well, tree crew? And aren't you still sky crew? Like, that makes no sense. Why is she wearing I, the commander's cape? Because we saw Antari wear, wear it as well. Like it just it makes no sense in the continuity of things. I think that it was it was a pep talk between Indra and Octavia. So she was like building her up, but that doesn't mean that she doesn't need those things in order to speak to everybody else. Oh, because okay. there is a sense of tradition, you know. So like because Octavia feels like she's not ready for this, she's whatever. Indra is appealing to her, being like, "You don't need to be this. You don't need to be that. You are this person." And that's good enough, you know? It's like, so all the other stuff is traditional stuff that she just has to, like, do. But, like, like, look. Exactly. Exactly. She has to sell it. She's faking it till she makes it. Exactly. So I think that's, like, the impression that I got as to why she still wore those things. What if, okay. I just, I guess that's a, to me, that's a a something that the audience has to fill in. And I'm not. Yes, for sure. I mean, that's just, like, where my, where I make up for myself 
I wish, just for your sake, Jen, that they did like a reality TV show where it's like America's Next Top Commander. <laughs> and like, it's like. I mean, that's what it is, though, right? They like, fight to the death. Yeah, it like ends on the conclave or whatever, but like you have these like asides of like, you know, growing up like about, you know, so and so being God. super catty during like fight training and like. Can you see Titus being like, girl, you think you're gonna make it with that? <laughs> I just, I feel like it would be very much your brand, Jen. What I I watch like a few reality TV shows and that's now my brand. Yes. Yes. Uh. Yes. <laughs> um. Let's let's move along to to Science Island. Um. So that after we talk about um sort of the rest of the finale, then we'll take a quick little break and and also talk about our crazy ass predictions. Um. So we come we come back to Science Island, uh, and we have we have a lovely little Bullark scene. Um, it's the first time Bellamy initiated it. I wrote this in my notes because what I said was like, I'm sure you guys didn't know that because you haven't been watching with a Bullarctron microscope. <laughs> but oh my, did you actually write Bullarctron? Oh my god, you just actually look, wrote just Bullark- look. Okay, yeah, Bullarctron. Got it, got it. I'll add it to the notes. Um, <laughs> Jen, as as a non Bullarker, how did you how did you read the scene? Um, I mean, I read it fine. Um, I think, I think that since this, this show is on the CW and the CW has a certain brand that they're obviously going to go there. Um, it's interesting that a lot of people don't necessarily read this relationship as romantic, but I'm starting to read it more and more so. Mm-hmm. Um, it definitely just, felt a much more heavily overt Bullark season. Which me. is funny uh, because Joe and I have talked about this where I was like, season four is the least Bullark season. <laughs> I feel like it was the most Bullark season. Really? I I think see, the other three seasons had much more Bullark to me. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyway, sorry. No, I know. You're uh, not wrong. But it's like, it's perception is like, what what do we look at in terms of what's building a ship? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. It's just... I, my my straight dar really isn't up for this one. It's not that they don't have chemistry together, because um, I think that they do. I just don't feel that romantic spark between them both equally. I think I think obviously Bellamy has a thing for her, but I don't know if it's like uh, reciprocal. Don't we all, Bellamy? Don't we all? Um, is this where I explain my Bullark explanation as to why Clark is like holding back? No. Um, be- because because her vagina kills people. Um, <laughs> no, I mean, I mean if we're just I mean, I'm sure that's part of it, but there's actually for me, it's actually in season two. When, oh wow, we're 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 getting some history. <clears throat> Bullark history. So in season two, when Clark sends Bellamy into the mountain, um, she says like, "Love is weakness." Bellamy, go into the mountain. It's fine. Totally, definitely. I think at that point. Because she knew she was sending him into danger, she didn't. She felt that she didn't deserve him anymore, so she was just like, "Let it go." She let that that boat sail, um, and that's she held on to that for a long time until like the tables turned, etc. So okay, so where like do you think that where do you think it'll be coming in at season five? Because well, she whether or not Becco happens, like. I mean, even if Becco happens, like, I'm not really Bullark threatened. Um, <laughs> if that's me, is that mean? I don't no, know. No, I mean, is, mean? Is, is, Echo, is Echo Bellamy's Nyla? Echo is Bellamy's, I have to put my penis somewhere. Um, and, like, he's 
Raven, been there, done that. Harper is still with Monty. I'm sort of surprised, given that clip, that they're still together. So then it's it's Marper, or not Marper, um, Memory that's not together at the beginning. But I do think that their story will be getting back together, maybe? Because I think that they just are a better relationship on the ground. I don't think that they function... In an, a closed environment like space. Who There's knows? There's not enough places for the cockroaches to scurry. You need a wider... Exactly. And, like, I, I know that there's people holding out hope for a Mervin, but, like, I'm not on that boat. I support everyone who is, but, wait, like, I don't see what's, it. Mer, wait, what's Merv, Mervin's Bellamy and Murphy? <laughs> no, wait, that's no, Murphy. Um, oh Raven and, and Murphy is Mervin. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't see that happening either. Um, I, I mean, I'm not that would for have a str- it. That, that would have a strange dynamic. Um, I like them being friends. Yeah, I mean, some, yeah. some some relationships you just don't need to go there because it's 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 too complicated. Yeah, like Becco. <laughs> yeah. God damn it. <laughs> it's true though. <laughs> Becco's happening. Um, some people just yeah, like, but have it's, sexual to me, chemistry. it's never going to make sense that it happens because so much of Bellamy's like trauma is tied to that. I mean, so much of Bellamy's trauma is also tied to Clark, but... Yeah, but not, so, not in the same way. Yeah. He, like, elected to do things. It was never against him. I mean, unless he was, like, you know, hoping that impressing the girl, you know, is going to get her to drop her pants. He's like, yeah, no, I'll go to Meltweather. Like, fine, fine. You know, <laughs> now, now can I touch your boobs? And, you know, each season, just you keep on You know that's denied. not what happened. I mean, I'm just saying, you see the show one way, I see the show another way. You see Bellamy as a bro who's, like... <laughs> I think yes. she sees Bellamy as a fuckboy. <laughs> Which oh, is I'm not s- true. That was Finn. Finn I mean, was the epitome of fuckboy. He was. Yeah, uh, but Bellamy might be a little bit of a fuckboy up in space. Maybe. Uh, maybe. I mean, he he has no other, like, hobbies to do up there. It's honestly the fact that Bellamy, after season one, didn't really get his groove on except for Gina is it's unrealistic. And, and the Clark lookalike. The Clark alike, yes. Yeah, um, but there hasn't been that much time that's passed. I mean, right? Did, like if Bellamy were out fucking all the time, he'd be like, "Dude, more he did it in things. season one. He, within a week, he had threesomes." <laughs> yeah, but between between the death of Gina and the end of season f- four, um, where, when did he have time to get his groove on? He did. Apart from the Clark alike. And that was, like, at a, at a drunk party. So, like, obviously. Like, and he was, was wearing just... a backpack like a dork. <laughs> Still got some, though. <laughs> I totally oh. forgot about that. And Wait. it was, like, three days. It was, like, a three-day orgy. Wait, you wouldn't fuck someone who wore a backpack? Well, so you have to go, like, go back in time to seventh grade. And the guy that always wore that giant backpack, you don't like, know on why. on shoulders? Yeah. And and so he he maybe was friends with some of the cool kids, but like you're just like this guy. What's Here's his the deal? thing, though. Here's the thing. I, counterpoint. Counterpoint <laughs> to that, right? He's got his big giant backpack on with like fifty pounds of books in it, right? No, it's 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 a a, a tent in case there's black rain. He's literally walking around with a backpack of protection. No, but I'm saying I'm saying the the seventh grade, the seventh grade. Kid, oh, the right? seventh grader. Yeah, uh... the seventh grader with, with 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 the giant with the giant backpack. Here's the thing about that kid. He's got a really strong back. So I don't think from that's... from what the internet and you know various 
I'm trying to think of a word that's not slut. In seventh um, grade, you're oh not worried about any hip thrusters. You just want <laughs> someone who's not going to drool on you and that everyone else thinks is the cool. You know? I love that 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 it's like my my happiness isn't what it's important. It's what is the perception of other it is, people. It's totally this, but it's totally true. It's all about perception. So why are we talking Jen? about giant backpacks? Why? why? I don't know. <laughs> I'm a shitty moderator, Jen. Keep up. Well, all right. So can we? So was this your experience that backpacks were uncool? To wear on both shoulders in high school. Big but backpacks. Now, but, oh, I'm just talking like your, your standard Janice Sport backpack. Right, yeah. but it depends on how full it was. You Like, you couldn't wear it on both shoulders. You can only do one shoulder. But once you got to college, all that all that pretense, all that trying to be cool melted away and everybody was doing both shoulders. There's no both way you could, shoulders, like, but no Broly backpacks. Oh, God, no. Who has a Rolly backpack? A lot of people at my school oh, have Rolly backpacks. Lame. It was It was pretty bad. Those people are lame. Oh, my God. Did lame. you go to, like, a, a nerd school? No. I'm, well, we were, like, the rich part of town. So, like, <laughs> yeah, right? Um, but uh, My parents could afford backpacks with wheels. <laughs> it's basically luggage. <laughs> Twofer. Um all right, sorry. We got we got a little sidetracked on this. Um, <laughs> let's see. Uh, let's see. Let's talk about let's since since antagonizing um, Bubs is like oh god my third favorite hobby. I would actually really like to talk about Echo Suicide. I like that. I believe Jen, you also had a similar. <sighs> okay, note okay, that I did. okay, okay. Can I get you guys' opinion on this? Yeah. Okay, so in my uh, in my my brilliantly written defensive mm. Echo as a character uh-huh. on DeclareShenanigans.com, uh-huh. everybody. This um, is the worst infomercial. Yes, I, I wrote. I wrote um, just as an aside. Was um, her suicide meant to to pretty much kind of mirror ja- Japanese ritual suicide seppuku? Mm-hmm. Um, somebody screen capped that, posted it up to the internet, and said, "Why are you such a racist?" Wait, I, bl- I like that person. What? Yeah. I mean, I have like, commentary, but not racism. I mean, it's just making a, 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 it's, it's, you know, it's making an observation about, you know, two things that are similar. Um, it's like, I don't know if, if using it in the show is cultural appropriation. I, I don't know. I'm, I'm not, I don't, I can't answer that question. I was just wondering if it reminded anyone of seppuku. Well, so two things, two things. Number one, uh, the note that I was actually referring to between both of us is, I think both of us thought that she was going to be like the dude who blew up Mount Weather. And I was well, like, oh, yeah. fuck, she's about to destroy all of them. So, so I, yeah, I, I was I was super scared when, before they cut to a commercial. She's like lurking around the corner putting that face paint on. I'm like, this is exactly what the Mount Weather assassin did. And then I realized like when she was actually going through the... Um, the, the ritual the ritual that it was a kind of like a suicide ritual basically and i don't i don't you know I, so it's just like okay I, I mean it definitely did have that sort of vibe to like i could definitely see it not necessarily being racist like cultural appropriation though again i can't necessarily speak to that but my um initial observation was that it felt ritualistic and if you're gonna stab yourself in the gut about it do um, it faster before somebody stops you exactly <laughs> god damn it pops i was already agreeing to you and and then you finished your sentence but it was too late well the, um, the, the samurai actually disemboweled themselves they like yeah, cut across or somebody else would behead out. you 
So really what you're asking for, Bubs, is for Bellamy to come in and save Echo well, the no. sort of pain of it and decapitate her. No, the way that I felt was that, so this, it has to do with a larger thing where ja- the whole Jasper suicide, I don't know, that was handled the best. Um, and I felt that this totally undercut the whole Jasper thing. Um, really? Yes. It was just like, you know, like everyone's like, oh yeah, definitely you can stay and like, that's fine. And like, I, this does go back to like my own personal experiences like, it's okay to leave this kid who is obviously, like, having a really tough time and can't really make decisions by himself right now. Um, yet, we're going to save this girl who's tried to kill us several times and we can't trust. <laughs> so I'm just like, why would you save her and not Jasper? Like, and it just, it completely killed, like, any sentimentality that they built around Jasper. Um, it was like, clearly Jasper doesn't matter. Um, but we're going to save Echo. Like, well, it's just so... I don't understand why how they could have saved Jasper. He was making what I thought were rational decisions about his own fate. But I don't, that's I don't whether think that he was or insane not. Or... Ra- rational decisions, someone who is mentally ill cannot make rational decisions for their own fate. Mm. Like that that's definitely a debate that that has that showed up at Unity Days uh, as well as like on previous pods where like I think that I was like he presents as super rational. So you're like, yeah, no, he's in charge of his fate, but then mm-hmm. yeah, the argument could be made. Well, if well, you're suffering d- from depression, how rational can you actually be? And if you have a family member who has gone through any kind of sort of thing like this, like it's a I think it's a completely different perspective that you have and like that's a perspective I have where it's just like you're dealing with someone who you know is not viewing the world the way that it is. <laughs> and um, it's horrible because legally you can't do anything about it. But I also don't think Echo was necessarily suicidal. I, I think that... Yeah, but imagine how much easier it was with that extra tank of oxygen in space. <laughs> oh my gosh. Just, I mean, seriously, real talk. I mean, um, so I actually have a question about the, 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 the air tanks, right? So... Are they using the air tanks that they were using on the ground, like in their in their suits? Or yeah. do they have other air tanks? It was no, it no, seems no. like they're doing stuff with more than an hour's worth of oxygen. But they can refill because they still have oxygen. They just need to use the filter. Well, yeah, I mean, wouldn't there be like extra oxygen at the lab because the lab was sealed or whatever? Yeah, like, wouldn't there, like, I'm surprised that there were only exactly enough Well, no, the, la- the lab isn't sealed, or else everyone could have just stayed down there. Then no, but there's there no, no food. Dust? There's no food. There- I think the lab was sealed, but it wasn't a, a long-term solution, because there's no food. If you can build algae in space, you can build it on the ground. I mean, like surely, it's 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 literally just like water and algae. <laughs> I mean, you can make bread from like you can like create a sourdough starter from like the yeast that like lives on your hands. Um, huh. So so I can make hand bread. It, they definitely bread. went to space because of the radiation. <laughs> hand bread. Yeah. Um, so yeah. So there's like what I don't think. Yeah, I don't think that that lab could keep the radiation out. Um, mm-hmm. But once you put like once you put air into a tank, you can't put more air into that tank. Like it has a limited amount of air in it. That is my science take. You cannot dispute it. (laughs) (laughs) On the the ground where there's still air, you can still filter in more clean air to that tank. Yes. In space is a different atmosphere. Yeah, there's no more air. 
in space. Yeah. Exactly. Did you guys did you guys think so when when we kind of got these shots that were almost like a point of view of Bellamy, mm-hmm. like as the doors were closing or whatever, Oof. and we like looked back. Did you guys think at least on first view, obviously on second view, you knew it was going to happen. Did you think no. that, that Clark was going to show up? No. No. I mean, I figured by the time they they ran the promo for the finale, you knew Clark wasn't going to make it because they showed that scene of her on yeah. the ground with the hair. With, oh, wait, the, for yeah, real? With the hair yeah. and the clothes on they, the radio. They yeah. fucked up. And there, so, was no con- there was no context for it. It was God, like completely different. Who the fuck different does CW promotions? You knew. You're like, yeah. So at that point, like, I came into the finale knowing that, like, Clark wasn't going to make it. Um, but it, it just, like, it still made, like, a lot of pain points for other stuff. Like, for example, when, when everyone thinks Clark is dead... Um, they're in space and like they're joking around. Like Raven says, I think I wrote it down. Um, she's like, "Welcome to zero G, guys." And and Bellamy's like, "You ready for a spacewalk, Raven?" And I'm like, "Okay, I get it. That like <laughs> we're moving on to the next problem. I get it. But the thing is, keep it fucking somber. Like this is unrealistic. Like you be like, be like, you know, say like Raven." I guess it's that time for like a, a spacewalk, and she she knows she can Clark look like died for your spacewalk, Raven. Like, Don't fucking it's forget it. It's just like, yeah, how do you joke? It? The only person who can believably joke about anything is Murphy because he's always sassy and he has zero conscience. Uh, well, at least uh, Amori poured poured one out for our homie. I yeah. mean, she tried to. Can't we at least wait? Can't so, we well, wait we a minute? Amor- She's like, Amor, it's like, can't we wait a fucking yeah, minute? Yeah, we have the person who knows Clark the least make, well, Clark, make the plea. Clark, Clark was willing to <laughs> give her. Clark was willing to, like, shoot her up full of night blood and stick her in a tube and radiate her. And a couple of episodes later. She's the one that says. Can't Actually, we like, wait a like, minute? Can we can't five we minutes? for fucking? So, can we wait like a fucking minute? Is what in she my said. opinion, <laughs> what would have fixed all of this shit would have been no fake suicide bullshit scene. Um, Bellamy going standing outside trying to see if Clark is going to make it and not seeing her because it's unrealistic that he wouldn't have at least seen if she was close at all. You know. Like, have that moment where he's like, uh, no, no, it's completely realistic because if you watch the scene of her up on, on the satellite tower and looking back, there is a mountain between her and where that rocket takes off of. Which, how did, that was really far away. Like, that was more than a mile. Can we That's ta- true. I didn't think Can we talk Clark's about cardio. Clark's running ability? Yeah, let's talk about Clark's cardio. But it doesn't negate Bellamy trying to see if she is close enough, and that would make sense listen, emotionally. Listen, listen enough like, with your she, she I could not have, about- I'm not talking about, but <laughs> even if you see it as not romantic... Which, fine, There's, I guess people do. <laughs> um, he still would have done that. There's no, there's no way for her, like, even if he saw her, there's no way for her to get back and get the rocket up um, without, because, uh, like, uh, but he Raven explained that they need... to get eyes on the ground. That's the thing, though. That's all, to me, that makes sense. Having him at least try to see if she's, like, because, like, think about, like, you're the person who is emotionally attached to all these people, and you're not going to go outside to see if you can just see them, like, 20 feet away or whatever. Um, to me, that's unrealistic. I mean, we just... don't know about the sort of, like, protocols and, like, how, like, they need to close the doors. Like, never. Okay, fine, fine. But the fact of the matter is that 
Clark had to go to about a mile through snow wearing a fucking hazmat. Raven's like, uh, apparently over a mountain. Time. Over Raven a is mountain. really bad. Like, Raven kind of knew. Raven's like, look, I'm going to send the worst runner on right? the longest. She's like, like I pretended that run. the sex was bad, but I'm going to send Clark on a, a death mission so that I can have sex with Bellamy in space. Are you just trying Listen. to rewrite history that the sex wasn't bad? Uh, so here's the thing. He's a fuck like, boy and he's not even good at it. Oh, the uh, worst. That we know of. Um, it's canon. But no, but can we but, talk about Clark? No, Clark's running ability for a second? The fact like, that she would have to run a sub 10 minute mile through do, those but conditions. But do we know it's a mile away? Yeah. Didn't Raven say it's about a mile? Uh, I don't, oh, remember I don't remember what Raven's, that. I don't remember what she said, but all I can go, all I can think is like, have you not seen her run? She is not a good She's runner. Bad runner. Like I know for a fact. Well, I don't her know knees for a fact, knock. But I'm pretty sure Eliza Taylor has a stunt runner because there is no way they're having like shots of her running and not looking completely derpy. I'm sorry, Eliza. <laughs> love you, but you're kind of a derp when it comes to physical stuff. It, it was weird to see Clark be put in such a physical condition, like climbing the tower. And like, like that bitch ain't climbing that tower. Mm-mm. No. Well, first of all, no. But second of all, like, <laughs> we haven't seen her be physical, like, really since, like, the first few seasons. Yeah. Like, season three turned her into, like, this physical, inept, um, like, like almost a Keystone Cop type character. What is like, a Keystone Cop? Yeah, what is the key? If that's not a beer. Oh wow, you guys! All right, wow. <laughs> so the Keystone Sorry, Cops is like a silent, thing? like a yeah. silent, like a silent movie type comedy thing where they're just like, like the most physically inept cops that you could even think of. Um, Canadians. <laughs> wow. Sorry, they don't have Canada. crime up there. It's not their fault. Yeah, they have they have plenty of crime. There's like moose, moose crime. Um, moose crime, and like, hockey like, crime. I'm sure there's like people poutine stealing poutine crime. and shit like that. But anyway, what was I, what was I talking about? Keystone Cop and Clark. Yeah, Clark's so like in season, so like you guys remember when she kicked, uh, uh, kicked Anya's, Anya's ass? At, yeah, I mean, okay, she's like Anya coming out of a drug stupor. Granted. Wasn't that like Brazilian jiu-jitsu? <laughs> It's a lot of like ground grappling. Yeah, there was a lot of ground and pound, some mounting going on. Uh, uh, Go on. A knife about to plunge into Anya's heart. But so we get that Clark um, bitch can like jump off of waterfalls and shit. But like Roan can just slap a, a gun out of her hand. Like Roan is like 15 feet away from her, just casually like, uh. And then, like, the whole thing with Luna trying to stick the thing in her neck, and it's like, well, that that does not work out very well. Well, but Luna like was supposed derp. to be, like, a great fighter. Yeah, yeah but, but I Clark mean, just thinking give, that she could take her? Like, yeah. Give like, Clark, like a, like, a semblance of a chance. Um... She wasn't very good fighting Emerson. It, oh, I don't. I don't even. Clark's know. physicality then, is confusing. Like she fucking killed a panther season three, and that then was like, a, yeah, that like, was an accident. Her her knife was just like in the right position when it bounced. <laughs> like yeah, that is that is true. And then fifteen episodes later, Rowan, who's like sitting down like on a couch lounging, like fifty feet away from her, is like pouring. And like bats a, a gun out of her hand, like that was so Bellamy could save her. 
Oh, that was the worst. <laughs> she better oh. be she better be really, really, really good in season five because she's got a kid now and she has to have mom strength. I mean she's got People to like, rise off to a, the a occasion. That's that's gonna she's gotta look, fight off a vulture. Look. Um, yeah, it's gonna pick at her. Let's let's go back to Space Crew just for a second. Just uh Bubs, I see you have a note about the um about the Raven spacesuit, and we'll talk a little oh. bit about their spaceness, and then we'll we'll take a quick break. Yeah. So Raven's spacesuit that she takes up with her is real cool. But so when we were at Unity Days talking to the prop people, um, Jay Roth's adjective that he gave like the crew when they were building that, he was like bulky, sexy. <laughs> so that's what we see is bulky, sexy. <laughs> Like, what is, oh, and they had to go through several drafts of the suit, because I yeah. guess in certain instances it was not bulky enough, in other instances it was not sexy enough. Yeah. That's like a, that would be, like, it, one of those pretentious designers on Project Runway, which, yes, is a reality show I watched, would be like, so make it I'm work. Totally, totally going for a bulky sexy here on the runway. Um, I don't know if Nina Garcia is going to get it, but this is my vision, and I'm not going to apologize for it. And it's a really specific fetish, bulky and sexy. Like, but they they accomplished it. Like that's yeah, the no, I absolutely fuck that space suit. Um, yeah, yeah, obviously. <laughs> um, why was there like? Are we just assuming that they had um, the expanse gravity boots? Or that gravity yeah, was immediately so turned on when they landed, or was it a budget thing? Don't question it. Because it's I fine. love, I love when Raven unzips to go in through zero into zero g, like, and everyone else is about to, and she's like, "No, don't waste your oxygen." And everyone watching was like, "Oh, y'all don't have the budget to send everybody pretending to fly through space." <laughs> like, let's 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 be real. That's why it's, we don't have the budget oxygen. for you to. I, I mean, maybe the maybe the um whatever it's called was still spinning. Um, so once they got there, they were still in zero G, but once they locked onto the position, they like started spinning with it and that gave them gravity. How does spinning give you gravity? I don't like, I don't. Uh, Spin, uh, because centrifugal force. Mm -hmm. So so like, you know that, that, um, carnival slash fair ride where you, um, stand in the circle thing that's like a fence. Yeah. And you go you're spun really fast to the point Why where would you're, anyone climb in you're there? pushed into the, the, the wall and that's how you stay up. It's not your legs. And that's like the centrifugal force and that's what um, artificial gravity in space is usually created by that. I think that the only way that this is explainable is if they have expanse style like gravity <laughs> boots. But of course they didn't explain like Bobby. That. And like I kind like Bobby, obviously. Um, everyone should watch The Expanse. Um, but I kind of wonder if like on the other hand, they got to editing after shooting and were like, "Oh fuck, we didn't explain how there's gravity on the ring." Shit. Hope uh, no one I, notices. I, I like at this point in the show, like the last episode of season four in a series where your suspension of disbelief has to be so suspended because the the science is so sketch. A zero I don't, G. Of, at this point, they're probably like, uh, "They'll buy it." <laughs> is there anything else that you guys want to well let's actually talk about about clark's uh the the six the six year time jump really quickly oh, and, then, yeah. and then we'll take our break because like first of all oh. where the fuck is she getting that mascara like did the sephora survive <laughs> I think it's like like raccoon poop or something like that right well raccoons uh, well, the, they're the, raccoons they're the ones they, it's, they scrunch around in garbage they're they're disgusting it's soot trash pandas 
mixed with oils of so so i think i have a raccoon that likes to steal my dog's poop Ew. Well, that's good. You don't have to clean up after your what dogs. What the fuck? Why is there yeah. a raccoon stealing your dog's poop? Well, first of all, I like live in the middle of the city, so I don't understand how there's raccoons or possums or they anything. They love cities. There's first lots of, all, of like trash. First of all, I say their name. Raccoons. 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 That's raccoons. weird. Um, no, so I have like a bucket outside where I throw the, the bags of poop. Because I've got two dogs and I have to pick up after both of them immediately. Because you should someone, get a bigger dog that then just hoovers up behind well, the other Well, because dogs. Some, someone, who I won't mention their name, um, Emmett, likes to eat <laughs> dog poop. So, you know, I, I dogs just... Dogs are kind of gross. Are you not giving him enough vitamins? No, he's, get, he, he's, been, a, uh, he's been a poop eater since he's a puppy. My, the breeder warned me. Um, <laughs> She's so like, just, you can have this potato, but he, warning, he's a shit eater. Yeah, like, he's, well, a sh- he's a shit eater. Um... But no, I just throw it in this bucket, um, and then, you know, when uh, garbage day rolls around. But I find that sometimes the bucket is knocked over in the morning, and, and I found that I have, like, one lone tree in my front garden. There's just open bags of poop behind that tree. I'm like, what the fuck is doing this? Like, I don't know what, an- I don't even know what it is. Could it be a squirrel? Because I know I have squirrels. Um, like, Dude, I bet where you the have fuck raccoons. Is ra- where is the raccoon hiding, then? I mean, set up set up security cameras. You you either have a raccoon or your your neighbors into some freaky shit. Oh yeah. Oh, well, I love okay. that. That was you should go on neighborhood or whatever store. the app is. Oh yeah, go to go to go to next door and be like, so listen. Hey. So somebody's stealing. So someone's stealing my poop bags <laughs> and opening behind my Japanese ew. So don't do that anymore. So the time jump. Um, now, now getting back to that. First of all, we had a recast of 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 the actress who who plays Maddie, but that's a separate issue. Yeah. Did any of you guys like have a moment where like when Clark was on the radio and she's like, "We, you know, we've been like doing all of this," and I was like, "We? Who the fuck is we? Are you crazy? Like, do you have voices in your head now, Clark? Because that would make sense." But I don't remember her saying we. She she totally said that we've been like searching or whatever. I can't remember. Like, I mean, it, it makes sense. Me. It's it makes sense in context once you find that Maddie exists. Oh, for sure. So, um, yeah, I guess I just didn't. I, I guess I didn't notice it to like pique my curiosity on first watch, and then after afterwards, since you know you that knew. Maddie exists, yeah, it doesn't stick out as a, as a weirdness. Um, but yeah, I mean, I. Did you guys have any issue with the with the concept of a time jump? We knew it was happening. I mean, there was I, that was the only thing that could possibly they could possibly do. I think it was great. I, I don't understand why people would take issue. I think that the only thing that we like we knew that with all the spoilers that a time jump was coming. But I, I appreciated that we were like, it's gonna be a five year time jump, <laughs> and then it was like, it's a six year time jump, and you're like, what? I think like I would have liked to see more of what happened in between and like having a season that was like the, the first season where people are in space, people are like on the ground and there's like different storylines. And then at the end is where like everything comes back together. Um, so from, no, I was not somebody who dealt well with the time jump really? um, for a long time, for a long time. And I, it wasn't until I started hearing about this season and what we're going to have, because I mean, think about season three, when we started, we had a three month time jump and I don't think that that was handled especially well. Um, 
See, I guess I'm the only one who didn't have an issue with that time jump. I didn't have an issue. With I don't. It. I don't understand what the issue was with but that time jump. But I don't jump, care for Aside from it, so. maybe being a little too short. If I'm being honest, it you'd want it to be like ten years. It should have probably been about six months. Um, Wait, but you don't. Oh, you mean see see any well, of season, the... season the season three? The time oh. jump at the beginning of season three. That's what we're talking about. Oh, okay. Sorry, I thought it, you were talking to about... me. It was it was implausibly short for Clark to. Uh, Learn how to live on our own like that. Learn how to speak a uh, Trigus slang. It just but like, like we didn't get to see sense. any of that. We didn't like it would have been so fun to like have her suck at it at first and like have to figure it out. Um, but then she'd be I, separated by herself for a really long time, and they didn't want to do that. Um, I think we're I think we're gonna get that though. Finally, with we're gonna the get first that for for Clark by herself. Yes, for twenty minutes we will get that, but we're not gonna get much else. Well, I mean, I don't think I don't think we know what we should probably like wait for predictions until after the uh, yeah after the break. Is there anything that we want to talk about with regard to the scene that we did get with the um, Allegius? Let, let me read my notes for a minute here. Uh, uh, you had a note we, about throwing right, up on we, the tape. What? Go ahead, Jen. Can we talk a little bit about like I think maybe my second, maybe my first favorite or second favorite scene was the end. Right before the time jump, um, where everyone's scrambling to get the oxygen um, hooked mm-hmm. up. Oh, brother. <laughs> and you just wanted them to let Echo die? Was that it? Bubs, can I summarize? I mean, they wouldn't, they wouldn't be scrambling if she <laughs> had just killed herself. <laughs> wow. Um, I mean, they, but it's true. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I attached to the character, so I'm thinking, like, this would be a lot less stressful. If we just had that extra oxygen. We'd have a little breathing room to say. Yeah, yeah I literally. I don't know if they would have uh, it exponentially increased the probability that the oxygen in those little portable tanks was going to last. I mean, um, and you needed Echo to rip the panel off because she's strong. Well, but she, it was based on like having so little oxygen. She had enough to like pull it off. Anyone else could have shared the oxygen. And what, that what would it, not. What did been... you want to talk about with the scene, Jen? Okay, well, I wanted to go. I wanted to talk about um, the characters actually helping one another. And she wants I'm to sure talk about Echo oxygen. taking off Bellamy's mask thing. Well, that that was a component of it. That's true. That but, wasn't in I the mean... script. They decided to do it. Oh, really? Yeah. How does that make you feel? I hate it. <laughs> cool. Um, let's okay, talk about so, Raven and Monty, or and 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 Murphy and Amori. I feel like, like they that was all shared oxygen and tried to keep one another alive. And like I'm like, this is the best scene ever, and someone's gonna die, right? And then none of them did. <laughs> They're saving that all up for season five. I know, right? Like after like after that scene that we got of them in the kitchen turns out they're all allergic to the new batch of algae and then they die and then Oops. that's it whoops um no, no i was- mean i to me that i was like this is this is the these are the little character moments in the midst of this great um uh like stressful dramatic scene where they're trying to survive that the, there are these little character moments in there that I really appreciate, and I really felt the impact of that scene because everyone was making a cons- making a concerted effort to keep everyone else alive, and I think that's what's really important and kind of at the heart of this show, um, and that they are able to kind of reinforce that with just this small 
these small little moments in a much bigger, more dramatic scene. I, I really love how the show is able to do that at times. I, I do too, but I need it in the quiet moments too. Like I need, I need well, that, but I'm I not, dis- I'm not disputing. More. I'm not disputing that. I, I, I agree with you there. I just, mm-hmm. I just wanted to call out the scene cause I really, really did. No, it was great. I, so, I agree. So ba- like, Getting like jumping back to kind of what we were talking about in terms of like this season finale and and this season in general, but like let's talk about the finale specifically, like setting up Clark to be alone in the next season. Uh-huh. This little scene set up kind of what their dynamic is going to be in season five of living in space, and you guys are like you are responsible for the lives of these other people. Like there are not enough people in space that you can assume that someone else is gonna pick up the slack and i thought that like that was like that i really like that scene as well because it just showed yeah. like we're gonna have to work together and and based on the little teeny weeny snippet we saw so far that dynamic still exists the only person missing from it is murphy so yeah which i, I have in my could... notes for us to talk about in the prediction like where the yeah. fuck was murphy okay so right. you guys want to take well but we know that relationship broke up because one of them did and marper is still together so Murphy is off pouting somewhere. So so we're assu- so. we're assuming that both broke up because of the, like only fifty percent of relationships actually work. No, somebody said at a con they're like there's um one couple stays together, one couple oh. breaks up. They well, shouldn't. We'll, they shouldn't do that. I yeah, mean, they shouldn't. Well, we'll we'll get into this uh, after the break. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to part two of our shitty podcast. Um, we're about to get into our predictions for season five, since we sort of dabbled in them and had no self-control in the previous half of the show. Now I will stop trying to derail and focus people um, back on the present episode. So now we can just go fucking crazy. Um, <laughs> so let us start actually with sort of very vague general predictions that that we might have going into season five. Um, Jen, I, it basically, you just say all bets are off. Well, I mean, if if you had talked to me prior to people see, seeing screeners and writing previews about it, I would have, you know, had a little bit more specific um, predictions to make. But it seems like everybody I'm reading is like, nothing is going to go the way you think it's going to go. So I'm like, I don't fucking know what could possibly happen. Because I think, like, I think I have a pretty good handle on what the show is and what it does. Um, and if other people who review this show got screeners kind of feel the same way that I do, that you're like, I know this show, like, you know, forwards and backwards, I get its brand, I get its tone. And if they're the ones who are going like, uh, dude, it's totally different than what you expect is going to happen. Then I am super, I'm more hyped than, um, I would be if, if that was not the case. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Like just knowing that what you what you think you know is not how things are going to go that hypes you up well yeah because there's been a there's been very few things in the show that kind of aren't predictable um and the things that haven't been predictable have been fan fucking tastic i mean season two had two of the biggest moments that were unpredictable um in finn finn dying by clark's hands and uh clark getting her ass uh, abandoned on that mountain by Lexa, you're like, holy fuck, I didn't see this coming. But, like, I haven't been that surprised yet by this show. It, and if if they're going to give me more of that good stuff, that stuff that I was, like, pump, fist pumping at in season two, if they can give me even more of that shit in season 
uh, five and maybe shift the show a little um, and maybe change some people around. That'd be cool, right? Yeah, no, I think I think to that point, I think we're kind of going into it with these sort of preconceived notions of people's loyalties where you have Clark and 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 Space Crew and Bunker Crew. I, I, yeah. refuse, I refuse to call them one crew um, per... Yeah, because it's a terrible name. I agree with you, Bubs, per your notes. <laughs> oh, um, I forgot that I went on a rant on that. Yeah, no, notes. your notes have like a full-on rant on the term one crew. So oh we're just going to call them Bunker Crew because that's where See, they thank live. Thank you. Um, but that, that, you know, I think I think it's been very obvious that Clark is going to be not necessarily a wild card, but it's, you know, they're framing it as she is. She's a mother now. And so, you know, her, her priorities have changed. Um, so I think, I, I think... Also, we might expect there to be loyalties between, say, Space Crew and Bunker Crew, um, but I, I wouldn't be sort of surprised if we see Clark maybe siding with Allegius and sort of seeing them as a safer path for... Like, I, I'm really curious if they're just going to fuck with what we expect the alliances to be. Well, I, I mean... I, I'm sorry, but, like, it, it seems obvious, like, the thing that you can predict is that Allegi it's going to be Allegius versus Octavia, Mm -hmm. Um, and again, it's like, so this is why, this is why people who, who don't like the time jump are like, I love the fact that they're going to change things up. They're going to make things a little bit more unpredictable. They might change people in significant ways. We would have had more of the same if we had not gotten a time jump. We've just mm -hmm. been like forwarding a story on that. I feel like I already has, that I feel like is already been successfully told in this current iteration, I need something to change it up. I don't think I would have been halfway as interested in a directly coming after season four, uh, season five, as I would be with this time jump. Because, um, like, what, wouldn't it be crazy? Like, our expectation is it's O versus Allegis. Wouldn't it be crazy if it was O and Allegis versus somebody else? Mm -hmm. um, and I'm like... Is that a possibility? I mean, I don't know. I feel like the previewers have set it up as such that we're kind of going to not necessarily get blown away, but things are going to really subvert our expectations this 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 season. And I don't think they could have done that um, successfully without this cool time jump. So I'm I, I, I don't I'm I. The only thing I think is people are going to die. That's all I know. <laughs> the only thing we know. I mean, for that's certain. always the safest bet. That's just. We'll, yeah. we'll get into our death predictions in a little bit. Um, is there anything you want to add to that, Bubs? Uh, wait, hold on. Let me look at my notes. I mean, I actually think it's going to be Clark in the bunker versus um, Sky Crew or Space Crew and trying to, like, be diplomatic with Allegis. Okay. I, how, why do you think it's going to be Clark and Bunker since we kind of know that Octavia and Clark do not see eye to eye this Because season. I think it's because um, Octavia has been in this pressure cooker. She, at this point, has done God knows what to keep everybody alive. So heaven forbid other people come down and are expecting to, like, share stuff with her. She's going to be like, no. Uh -huh. No. So you think that Clark is going to side with who she so thinks is going to be strongest? So Clark who now has, yeah, now Clark who has um, this child that she's looking after and she feels very responsible for in a way that as much as she felt responsible for like the hundred and everyone else, it's like this new level because she equates it like almost on a maternal level, you know? So she 
she does not want to give Allegis this prisoner ship, which it says it on the side of the ship. She's not going to want to give them the benefit of the doubt. She's going to want to go in strong armed and and not have to like compromise or let the possibility that they're going to just wipe them all out. Um, So I feel like it's very like she's going to have a mama bear reaction to... Um, the unknown versus like her mother is in the bunker. Her mother yeah. has been part of the leadership yeah. group in the bunker. Um, it's a safer environment and more like predictable than whatever is going on on Allegis. The cannibals you know versus the prisoners you don't. Exactly. So here's my thing. Like everyone is always like talking about like, oh, you know, Clark is going to have this maternal instinct, blah, blah, blah. And like I totally understand the con, like the that on paper. Mm-hmm. I don't have personal kind of maternal instincts like I have never felt sort of the stirring of any of that and so like I have a really hard time sort of like empathizing Says with the Clark person now. who babies her cats like that no is other. different they... <laughs> okay sure 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 <laughs> okay sure I don't know I mean like yes maybe I guess in some ways that but like on the other like this whole like okay if a stranger came into your house mm-hmm. and was like fucking with your cats what would you do well, I would kill them. Exactly. You're a is mother. This what maternal is this what <laughs> yes. maternity is? Yeah. Oh, so it's yeah. It's you just thought that it was I don't just like got it. You, got you it. just thought it was love and and <laughs> oxytocin being released in one another. No, it's murder. So uh, it's about the love that you have. Not that I not that I don't particularly prefer children. I think that that's probably the part that I'm having a hard time wrapping around my my, my head around. I mean, yeah. who does who does really like children anyway? I mean, I mean, oh my god, yeah. children are so great. <laughs> Ugh, bubs. Oh, gross. You're outvoted. Um, let's talk about the bunker for a second. Like, I feel like, yes, Raven made a note to say Abby knows how to, like, deal with her brain thing or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. But I also don't know if they're actually going to be able to do that. In which case, is it going to be, are we going to, like, deal with, like, mentally deteriorated, sad, I think so. handicapped Abby? I th- that I think would it's gonna be, be this- so weird. But no, I think it's going to be this quiet part of her that she tries to like, you know, choke down as like to, to be like, she's like a, a leader and especially among Sky Crew. So I think that it is going to be a thing and she's going to have to like choke it down. Is she going to be like FDR and like they'll never like let anyone see her in a wheelchair kind of a thing? <laughs> no, no, no. I think that she's constantly going to be like. Um, bombarded with this craziness, basically. And she has to kind of just, like, pretend it's not there. And it's going to continue until she can't pretend it's not there. So I don't know. That's my... Is my she going to see... Is she going to see Mr. Gata? Um, I'm sorry. Sinclair? Oh, maybe we'll get more Jake. Oh. I wonder what that actor's doing. Oh, just be you like, know what hey. would be awesome? And part of a fan fiction story is if she was hooking up with Kane while mm-hmm. her craziness was like also Jake is here Ooh. and it's both of them and it's hot <laughs> how do you feel about that Jen oh, I'm sorry I was staring at the tree outside <laughs> does it have a strong what, trunk waiting waiting for the raccoons to come steal your bucket of dog shit <laughs> like I can just imagine you now like clearly we have to include that clip at some point maybe tacked on to the end of this episode just to give it some context but now I just imagine you like sitting like you don't allow yourself to sleep and you're like sitting by the window like peering through the blinds you've got like your shotgun and you like won't let yourself sleep because you're gonna catch the fucking poothy raccoon <laughs> god damn it Joe yeah. you know this is a Bob's episode oh my god it totally is what's a Bob's episode what? Bob's Burgers 
god. Linda gets very so her reality TV is the raccoons in the alley. And she watches them. She's like, Oh, the king is back. <laughs> <laughs> it's really good. <laughs> yes. Everyone should watch Bob's Burgers. Um okay. all right, so let's let's get into into what what we're what we're super pumped about and i think that a that a common thread at least well i'm just gonna assume that it's a common thread for you bubs even though you didn't list it in yours but um so about dioza like i feel like Mm, once the trailer got released everyone was like oh my god this bitch and like so excited i wasn't i wasn't excited honestly i was just like "Eh, whatever whatever but then today today i like went on twitter and i was trying to like became a real human (laughs) maybe um no but i was like i was looking up a specific spoiler to see if that was like something that was released among everybody so i i went on her facebook and i was reading her 100 tweets and it it did get me super excited for her um so i am i am totally excited for dlc even though i didn't mention it in my list what what are wait, you wait wait what you're going you're shopping around for specific spoilers to um, for, for I what? think it's public. I think it's a public spoiler, but I would rather not say it in the event that it, it is not a public spoiler. So I'll say it offline to you guys. Sorry, listeners. Um can I just like can we just warn people to cover their ears for the following yeah, ten I guess seconds? So. All right. I guess so. If you don't well, Jen, are you okay listening? Well, I guess. I mean you're gonna So I think Joe anyway. knows it, but yeah, but I don't. I don't remember anything. All right, so listeners, uh, cover your ears for just a second if you don't want to hear. A you can come back and listen at one twenty two fourteen. I won't. I won't actually do that. <laughs> I'm not going to tell Shahid. Okay. To do that. Anyways. Okay. So cover your ears. From what we heard is that so the actress found out shortly after, um, shortly before she was scheduled to start filming that she was pregnant, mm-hmm. and so oh, and they're going to work it into the show. They worked it into the. Sh- they didn't like. You know, do the oh, whole yeah, hold no, this big no, box. This is common knowledge. Or <laughs> <laughs> wear this coat. No, I heard. I heard that. Okay, they, good. They yeah, no, that's that's common. Knowledge. That, I was trying to find it like somewhere out there, but I couldn't see it. So yes, um, it's so so the fact that she is pregnant, um, and there's Marie said this at like a recent con. She's like, um, Clark and Dios and I all have something in common, and I was like, is Octavia pregnant? Because you know Clark has her BB. Um, Dios is in the process of making one. What is how we other than like being like female leaders, which she made it sound like more like more of a spoiler than them just all being female leaders. But who knows? It could just be that Octavia being pregnant. I mean, I mean, I don't. That's, I, I don't. I don't need that. I I don't need. I don't need more than one pregnant person on my show. <laughs> it's like I don't need. We're more up to than here one. with the pregnant lady. Huh? It's something that women do. It happens. Either. It's not a big deal. It's how the human race continues. <laughs> so let's not just assign any value to that, apart from the fact is... that that's how we all stay alive as a race. It's just yeah. it's just Dioza and Octavia to? passing a box back and forth, hiding their <laughs> pregnancy bellies, and that's all Eden is. We think that Eden is like this big like green forest area, but really it's it's a box, and mm-hmm. they just they they're fighting over this box. It's a Planned Parenthood. <laughs> God damn it! Okay. Oh my God. Where was Murphy in the space crew dinner clip? He had beef because him and Amori are broken up and Bellamy's hitting that. Oh, so that's your prediction. You Bellamy think Bellamy's Amori. hitting Amori? Like, I, s- I see no, like no commonality between those two other, otherwise, other than sharing the same According scene. to Lindsay Morgan, the hand is mm-hmm. really soft. 
<laughs> but that could just be for Raven's bits. <laughs> like, can you imagine the like reach? Like, oh like not to be whatever. Like, I've read fic, and oh, I'm like, no hands. No, maybe I just have really small hands. I don't know. I'm just saying, like, they do things, and I'm like, maybe you have to practice that kind of coordination. I'm just what? saying. No, like, I actually. Oh my god. <laughs> actually, when I was trying to th- like, I've run so many like head scenarios as to what's happening in space. Go on. Um. And um, Emery and Bellamy, honestly, is the top of my list of possibles. Like, that was, like, the one that I was like, oh, yeah, definitely. Despite your, like, are you purposely glossing over, like, like physical Becco? Or you no, I, I when with Echo, I think bang. about, I think about season three, how bad Bellamy felt when it was his decision that he was like, we can trust Echo. He said that. And that led to all those people in Mount Weather dying. Like, it was his call. And so, like, despite, like, her being, like, sh- pushed into that position and volunteering to do that or whatever, um, that's something that, like, is it's traumatizing. And then, so you think that and then the really sister died. That was something that she did. Like, she didn't die. But that was a moment where he was, like, <gasps> you know, like, he, and she pushed him. She created that moment for him. So there's, like, a lot of baggage. Like, a lot. So you think... So He's I can't have to work on. No, I I just don't think friends with her versus. I honestly penis like for him vagina. like it's gonna be trusting her at all ever is like that's which that's to me like the journey for them is him ever trusting her. It's Ooh. you don't have to trust somebody to sleep with them though. Yeah, no, sure, Jen, sure, and like Jen's if they, if there's bitch. like a fuck scene where they just like do it, like sure, I can see that totally. I can Ooh. totally see that. But, like, I cannot see it being anything more than that because it's just, like, Bellamy is such a loyal creature. He's such a, you know, he, he, um, he still, like, thinks about everyone who passed before, like, Gina, even Roma. Like, (laughs) it's just, like. Maybe he, like, puts a bag over Echo's head, writes the word Gina on the front, and she (laughs) was, like, that's how he processes. That's about as as real as she gets. (laughs) That's terrible. Oh my God. <laughs> so who are your uh, So Emery makes more sense head. to me is what I'm trying to say. Who are your fuck buddy head cannons, Jen? Um well I'm and I think it's obvious that Echo and Bellamy are gonna have a thing, the extent of it. I don't know. Oh, but they are obviously um, endgame. Um, <laughs> I think I think we know um, that- Raven and Raven and Zeke, uh, the new the new guy is gonna be they're gonna be together. What about the space crew? Like, what are, what, because, you know, six years I think in space. It's, I think it's been kind of vanilla, to be honest with you. Um, I, I think there's been a lot of. Like, there's um, no one kinky self, enough up self there? Self-manipulation going on. Okay, so lots of masturbation in space. A lot of masturbation, but I, I think that maybe they see just fuck buddy shit being more of a complication than anything else for the type of ecosystem that they have up there. Well, but how can you, like, value any kind of, like, romantic relation, a new romantic relationship in space when you're like, I have five other people to choose from? It's default, you know? Well, it's it's kind of like that's what it kind of comes down to anyway when you think about your your possibilities In space, there. yeah. Well, I mean, I don't, like, I don't know. I mean, there's people that you learn to love. um, And it's not just, like, love at first sight and you stay in love until then you're not in love anymore. As you know, there's a lot of, uh, you know. Who you are at 18 is very different than who you are at 24. 
Yeah. Yeah, but that's, that's I, I think true like Space well. Crew I mean, has what, put themselves gonna... on like a um what's the word? Like a standby. A celibate? Like a stand no no not celibate. Like they're on standby. There's only seven of them. Like what what possibly unless you're like in a relationship before, like what possibly is serious because you're all forced to be together. I you feel like they should each just other. all have slept each other. Like, yeah, I almost feel totally. like the reverse, that they should have just all slept with each other totally. just to, like, stop making it weird. Uh, maybe then, that happened. I hope that happened. Like, I hope that they, it's a stressful environment to be stuck with these six people. Like, it's... Right, like, maybe they just turned into bonobos up there. Yeah, I mean, so, that's, bonobos you know, keep the peace. Um, pre-contact Hawaiians keep the peace. <laughs> um, oh, my God. So it's I told I think it I think something like that totally makes sense and I think that when they get to the ground I think it's gonna be for them I think one of the conflicts is now they're on the ground what does that mean for the their default relationships like what is what does that mean um and I think it will be a stressor because like as much as it's a family because they were six years all together like they didn't choose each other to be up there together um and but maybe they'll choose each other on the ground. People, well, but there's choosing each other between hundreds. But, but there's other thousands. sexy people on the ground. Um, yeah, but like, there's something to be said for someone who knows how to push your buttons after six years. Then, like, you're trying to have to like, well, you know, but like push them because new. they had to. But like, I mean, I guess you know. I don't know. I'm I'm curious. I'm, I'm curious. curious. No, no, I think that's the right thing. I'm curious as to like what whole... that means. What were you saying, Jen? Nothing. Um, I, I think it's I think it's easy to um, fall in and out of love via proximity. Um, yeah, you know, I I don't think you walk into a room and have less in common with with people than you do have more in common. I think, you know, among these seven people, they're going to have commonalities and they're going to learn to appreciate stuff about one another that you know, would happen regardless of whether or not they had choices of friendships and relationships that they could uh, develop. So, This sounds you know. really heartwarming, Jen. What the fuck? Wait, I what? I don't know. I just want to stare at the tree. Goddamn <laughs> raccoon stealing my dog shit. <laughs> just giving my dog shit back. Um, let's talk about, let's, let's, let's move along to um, the Death Watch. And oh, gosh. Ooh. Yeah. This, this was a hard one. I, I feel like it's a tradition. You know, every season we come every into season. it as who's going to die, who's not. And I feel like we we always keep calling it on Jaha, and I think this might finally be his year. Yeah, but I'm I mean, sad about it. one of those weird social media giveaway type things. I'm sad about it. I like Jaha. <sighs> okay, so if we, if, if, we yeah. all, if we all assume that Jaha is a most likely, who of... I think he's 100%. Of, Okay, so Jaha is 100%. Who do we think is, like, would be shocking, but one, like, prob- probably, possibly likely? I think likely. it could be both Kane and Abby. Both of them. It's, hmm. it's like a, I don't know. I don't know. But, like, we, we've pushed into the future. They're all adults now, minus. Is it because they're old? No, 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 no. But um, it's more, it's honestly, like, just, like, off social media stuff that I'm just like, ah. um, What about you, Jen? Do you think, do you think Kane or Abby or both or Indra or, like, I'm trying to think of adult crew. Well, I think, I, I think the obvious place to go 
after Jaha is, is either Cain or Abby. I hadn't given any consideration to the both of them dying. Um, uh, that would be interesting, I guess. Um, I think, I think we're, we're heading into season five and it, it would be shocking if they did it, but it's almost shocking to me if they don't, if they don't kill off one of the core four of Clark, Bellamy, um, uh, Raven or Octavia. Of those four, if one had to die, who do you think it would be? Both of you. Uh, Octavia. uh, Raven. Damn. You know what's so interesting about Raven is that she was never meant to be a core four. But she's so good. She's so good. No, but that's why she is. That's why she is. But, like, she was brought on. And they, they, they thought they would just kill her after a few episodes, you know? Yeah. She was probably going to be I like mean, a Roma or something, you know? Um, so I'm so glad that they didn't do that because she's so good. Raven's such a great character. And, like, Lindsay is a pleasure to meet. Um, I, f- I feel like of those four, I would have to agree on Octavia. It's Octavia. Like, if it's going to be one of them. What if she goes too hmm. dark? Well, but the thing is, um, she was kind of a focus last season. And she's the focus this season. And so, to me, that's like a send-off. But I could be wrong. I hope I'm not. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, it just, it, it feels like, it feels like Lindsay, just because, you know, she maybe she wants to move on to bigger and better things. Um, uh, she was in a again, Lifetime that, movie. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing is like, I, I think that, and then I think, to kind of how how um number one the perception of killing off a latina uh person with disability is probably a bad look um Mm -hmm. but when has the hundred ever but like here's the thing though here's the thing though you're right (laughs) you're right but the best part about it is that as a character by itself we want Raven to be there. Like she's just so great. She's she's like yeah, overconfident, sassy, gives our like mains a hard time. Like she is her own person. And she's like she's she's the Han Solo of the hundred. I don't know what that means. They wanted but probably they they wanted they wanted Finn to be that. <laughs> uh, no. And no. Yeah. No. Uh, I so, love that Finn was like or the guy who plays Finn was like, I'm, I decided to leave and say, I'm like, honey, that's what everybody says when they're fired. Do we think that it could be Clark in this season or are we saying that it's going to no. be Clark at the end of the I series? don't think Clark will ever die. Really? Yeah. Jen? Um, I mean, it would make sense for her maybe to die at the end of the series, but um, I, I don't know. I mean, they Jason Rothenberg keeps trying to convince people that this is a tragedy, and in the tragedy, like basically everyone that's Bellamy is going to die. Um, I mean, this yeah, season? I mean, that, I think that's a possibility this season. Um, <laughs> but I don't, I don't know. Here's the thing: you'll get your Bullark, but we all know how Clark goes. Bellamy, I would die. prefer no Bullark as long as they both survive. <laughs> um, I, I guess I'm just like there. You want to tell us it's a tragedy and you do tragic things, but then there's also these bits and pieces of hope that 
I don't think that they can end on a tragic note. But no, 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 no. There's there's a difference between a a tragic note and I think what we're really going to get is a bittersweet note. So, for example, Bellamy dies, but, like, Clark is pregnant with his baby and every all of humanity is oh, still God. living on although that's i mean that that's my bittersweet that might not <laughs> whatever i know i'm a, i'm like i'm admitting that that's my bittersweet but like something I would immediately like that contact amazon and ask them how they can delete my digital subscription <laughs> i don't i'm sorry I you I hate Blark as much as you do delete it off your servers no i mean no but that that trope is just so oh if they did that it what would trope? Leave a bad taste in my mouth they one person dies, but they're carrying their child. I mean, but that, but like, like think about the world that they live in. Like, this is the post-apocalyptic world. Ugh. It's like the whole thing is about keeping humanity going. So at Wait, some point, people are gonna have a- to be pregnant. Like that's that's how humanity keeps going. It's like a, an innate function of biology. When, right. Okay. But when, like, here's the thing: as far as we know, Clark and most other people still have their like sterilization they fast forwarded six years they only lost five is that your head cam no i think that was set at some point oh so they're like (laughs) yeah okay yeah okay hey man all right that's an interesting like little thingy Mm -hmm. um all right uh, I've actually any, talked any about other... this in Balark chat. <laughs> of course you have. I know. I'm us. so We're sorry. Um, do we have any other uh, Death Watch um, predictions? Uh, I mean, I think I think um, uh, Echo is an obvious one. Why? Um, I mean, whenever I they make somebody can... a, a, whenever they make a guest star a series uh, a series regular, you always have to say that. I mean, it's so is Dioza, oh, though yeah. because it's always when somebody new is introduced. Um. It's not always gone. It's for the most part not really gone well. Yeah, no, I mean like the like the the mountain men were here and gone in a hot minute. Mm-hmm. Um, Do we think all of the named like the three named people that we know from um, from the Elegius, uh Dioza, the serial killer will, will for sure die. What's his name with the haircut? William? and then Raven's Boo. Zeke? Um, Zeke? No, I think um, Zeke will survive. Zeke, Zeke is just me playing the Oregon Trail. Like, I'm just <laughs> waiting for him to die of dysentery. No, no he's going to survive, um, but the serial killer will die. Because we're, we're not a show about morality, but we don't let the assholes make it through either. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I don't know how I would feel about them killing off a pregnant character or somebody who just gave birth. Um, I mean, they're easier to kill then, right? Yeah, but it's like... No. You're in labor. It depends. Dead. It depends if the story is someone taking that baby and... Chucking it off a No, 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 no. Making <laughs> right by the person who... Um, Birthed it? No, well, like, yeah. Like, so if Dioza, like, makes friends with Clark on the side, but, like, that's and not really... Like, protect your offspring? Well, but, she, but, like, maybe they have a common ground, even though they're on different sides. Was she pregnant when she went into cryosleep, or who was she fucking no, that's, on That's on what Elegius. I was thinking about. And I was thinking, like, so cryosleep... So the whole point of cryosleep, supposedly, is that they're not aging while they're in cryosleep. Mm-hmm. Like... So, if you're pregnant in cryosleep, I'm assuming that just pauses as well. But, like, I also, I feel like that's just, like, a recipe for miscarriage. So, (laughs) 
I don't know. I have a lot the of science, questions. The science, yeah, gives me a lot of I questions. I have a lot of gynecological questions about cryosleep. Yes. Cr- yes. Um, Crynogological questions. God damn it. I'm so I mean, sorry. fine, I'll add that to my notes, but god damn it. Um, let's all talk about Shannon Cook and that Ooh. we don't know anything about him except that he appears in the finale and it's a big I love deal. your guess. My guess? Yeah. Okay. Well, first of all, let's well, talk I about you guys' guesses. I have no fucking clue. I, like, it seems weird just to, like, introduce somebody in the finale. And then also um, kind of hype them? Yeah, yeah right? I don't, I don't understand. Like, obviously he's not dying. Such a mystery. Um, like, and I, and you look at the guy, he's like, well, he's not really imposing or anything, so he's probably I not I mean, playing, he makes like, me worried about Bellamy dying because he's ambiguously Asian. <laughs> That's Whenever an ambiguous, like, Ilian, Ilian coming Asian. on, I was like, Bellamy's gonna die. <laughs> so, like, of course, now I'm like, oh boy. Um, because apparently, like the gays, there can only be one ambiguously Asian person. Yeah, no, it's it's the rules with the gays. You only get one of any of these. Exactly. Yeah, um, I mean, he's not really all that ambiguous either. Um, I I feel he's. You know. I I mean, I'm curious. Like, we don't know if he's Elegius. We don't know if he's he's Bunker. I personally think he might be a mole person. I think I um, from want, where I would I vote know. for him to be a mole person because that would be awesome. And because like the whole thing, as much as I preferred a smaller world where we had more focus on character dynamics, I still like the growing of the worlds. It just want I want to do it on like a smaller scale. So like grounders were like, slowly introduced. If, then mountain. What if he's someone from a different group that we haven't met yet? Yes. And like he is sent out as an explorer to be like, hey, P.S. This is actually Eden three. I've been to Eden two, and we actually have Eden one down in South America. You know what I mean? Totally. Like, because, of course, Clark could be like, I've traveled the world and this is the only green patch. I'm like, listen, girl, like, how far could you have really gone? Like, there are oceans that you were never going to The rover cross, does so. not go yeah, across yeah, the not... Barrian Strait. Yeah, she, it's not like she even, like, got to the Rocky Mountains. Let's be honest. Yeah. So she, she just, like, looked out. Maybe, Slow your roll, Clark. Yeah, maybe, like, explored Virginia a little bit. She, like, she climbed like, a tree uh, and was like, well, eh, this is, this is nice, I guess. <laughs> This is fine. So so we think that he is probably most likely going to be a new group, or do we think that he is someone what? that they have awoken from cryosleep, and maybe he's even worse than the mass murderer? I mean, like, what is the purpose of introducing yet another new group? Apart from I mean, does it get a, get a little, like, one note after that? Because we did that with the Mountain Men. Well, we, so... You know, it's just... What I yeah. heard... Was mm-hmm. that the reason why the miners returned was because of Shaden Cook's character? I don't know what Did that means. Did he have means. a tummy ache? Was he getting was he getting space sick? And well, they were like, "All right, we'll but, pull over so you you can barf." You know? <laughs> but no, but like think about it like that. That could be that they like struck alien DNA in the soil and he was infected mm-hmm. by it. You know, and that that's how we get to the aliens. Um, or speaking of, speaking of, right. I was what? just going to move us to the crazier theories <laughs> oh. area since we were starting to sort of dabble into that. 
You just want to talk about your aliens. Listen, I've talked about my aliens. I have popped up in every thread talking about my aliens, like anybody who wants to hear about the alien thread. I can't necessarily speak to whether or not they will do alien things. I can only say that in the trailer, there were a lot of really heavy visual elements that mirror a lot of shots and very um, uh, sort of uh, iconic scenes from the Alien movies, um, which I guess I think since Alien 3 came out and Aliens came out uh, in the 90s, those can be our 90s movie references. But (laughs) if we're going to like do alien shit, I could definitely see the 100 going sort of the way of The Expanse, which not to give too many spoilers on The Expanse, but a way to sort of introduce the idea of we're not alone, but in a way that's not like E.T. phone Mm -hmm. home kind of a thing, um, where you're kind of like, it's very sort of science-y. so I could, I mean, I'm super fucking on board if we do that. Otherwise, there are other ideas that maybe um, they, I wouldn't be surprised if they left a group. And maybe the fight over Eden isn't who gets to necessarily have Eden and everyone else dies. It's who gets to have Eden and who who has to get back on possibly Allegius and go back into space and like try to find something new or maybe travel around Earth. I don't know. Like maybe somebody gets to stay in Eden and then other people have to go find somewhere else. Yeah, I mean, I don't... The whole space thing, the space travel feels far more advanced than I think we would be at to, like, just willy-nilly go out back into space with the Allegis without some new power source to actually do that. Um, I, I mean, like... He could, like, this dude could be infected with an alien and it becomes, like, a, a zombie thing Ooh. where, huh. uh, We get know, that Fear a, the Walking Dead crossover? Well, I mean, there's the, the, and I don't know if I'm pronouncing this correctly, but there's this cordyceps fungus, um... Is that the one that actually, takes over ant brains? Mm. Yes, it's actually Caterpillar brains, not ant brains. Oh, well, there's one that takes over ants. Oh, but that's a fungus. Well, there's, I, I saw no, but, one that took over a spider, and I, I, that's the first time I actually felt sorry for a spider. I, I made friends with a spider who almost attacked me in my shower. His name was Harold Warren, and we became friends, and he died of old age. Why a first name and a last name? He, that, that's just like, that was who he was. Okay. Well, so, sorry, Jen. You're, so, anyway, yeah. so cordyceps <laughs> is basically a fungus that, that takes over uh, another another uh, organic entity. Um, and uh, it's it's also the basis for the video game The Last of Us by <gasps> Naughty Dog. I, um, I finished that game. Well, congratulations. You. So, you know what I'm talking about yep. when I talk about, like, you know clickers and shit like that Um, it was i cried (laughs) at the end (laughs) i was playing while like trying to look through my tears (laughs) it was really it was as pathetic as it sounds okay whatever okay cool so i could kind of see that happening because because you're right joe you can't like take a show like this one suddenly introduce an alien that actually looks like an alien Mm -hmm. and expect the vfx of a cw budgeted show to get us over the just the the visual idiocy of what that might look like so if you had something that infected a human and overtook them in some way um, that might be interesting, but then do I really need another zombie show on TV when we already have a couple bad ones? I mean, well, but we already, but we had that a little bit in some ways with, um, you know, with the City of Light chip. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I mean, maybe that's not exactly the well that we kind of go back to. 
um, maybe, yeah, like, I, I feel like as much as I want that, um, I, I, I would be curious how they would pull that off with while still making it, A, not be a zombie movie, B, not be a regular alien movie, and C, be different than the sort of City of Light chip idea. Yeah, I mean... Yeah, I think there's I think there's interesting ways that they could do it. Um, mainly because I think the Expanse handles alien life mm-hmm. in a very interesting fashion that I had never really seen before. Um, so I guess we'll see. I, I just I don't know who this dude is. Like why he's important. It seems really weird to me to introduce like a, a new character in the finale that seems to kind of hook really into what a season six might be so i'm like i have no clue who this dude is but you know i'm gonna give it the benefit of the doubt i'll watch um bubs you have your one craziest theory Uh, blark happening well okay so define what that means like are we talking kissing are we talking clark gets knocked up i think that um i think that betrayals are going to happen um, towards like the th- three quarters in, um, I think that Bellamy and Clark the whole way through are going to try to like figure like so they've each held a very um, idealized version of each other in each other's mm-hmm. minds, like versions that aren't really real. I think they all do. Like Bellamy's going to like see Octavia and for be sure, like, oh, for sure. But like, um, yeah, for sure. Um, but like for Clark, he. She sacrificed himself, quote unquote. She fr- sacrificed herself, yeah, for them. So he, I think he feels more in debt to her than he does perhaps to Octavia. Um, okay. And I think that that's going to s- serve a, a huge thing because he, he is this new, like, level-headed person. But she's going to expect the guy that she sacrificed for and the guy that, like, has always, like worn his heart on his sleeve to save his people um to do just that and um not really factor in the lesson she taught him so there's gonna be a lot of like angst and conflict there i wonder if octavia is gonna expect i I wonder what the dynamic is gonna be is if octavia is gonna expect that bellamy be on her side i think yes but like i think also clark is on octavia's side i think the the question mark is Octavia cast out Echo and now she's back. Mm. And that's that's the question mark. I mean, mark. you think after six years, like, she's not going to be, like, I think it's going to be a thing because I think in the bunker, she's had to, like, um, she's had to hold, like, an iron grasp of everybody. Maybe she just wants to get Maddie to take the, the flame well, no, of the commander because she's, like, totally, I'm tired. Totally, but, like, this I think... This is tiring. I think to get everyone to, like, follow her, she's had to been, like, very strict. So someone who she has cast out is mm-hmm. does not follow into that strict um, jurisdiction that she's held. So she's, she's going to be, like, like you... These are not the rules. I said that you died, die, you know? And because she feels like it's an example that she has to hold with everybody. And so, like, Hmm. that's... Tasia at different conventions has said, um, Echo loves her family, she's loyal to her family, but do they like her as much as she likes them? And I think that... I think that they do, but I I think that she's going to struggle believing that um, Hmm. in season five. And so what what's going to come of that and like this is also a thread that i think somebody is going to betray them all um and my yeah, my money is more on emory 
Um, Echo, I mean, I, Bubs, I had that same weird thought, too. That there's going to be a massive betrayal. Yeah, huge. I, but I couldn't, I didn't know who to pin it on, It's though. Emery or Echo is my money. Um, Emery, because she's always been betrayed. She's always lived in the shadows. She's never really had family until John Murphy, who, what kind of family is that? A. B. She, she's in space. It is a family. But, like, that's... They're in like a a closed environment. It's a vacuum. Like that's not real. And so, what does that mean when they get to space? And the, at first, I didn't even consider Echo as the one that might betray them because she is loyal. So once she goes after six years of being on their side, I I didn't think it would be her. But here's the thing: is that like Jay Roth in an interview was like, "Emoria is forever loyal," and I was like. <sighs> Okay. What if it's like I mean I don't I think, understand I, like I don't understand how I would never get that from Amori well, being forever loyal. I, I, I nothing well, in the show. There are told threats. Us that. There are threats though because she she has always been cast out, so she wants to find a family. She she just feels that um the grounders did not respect her um genetic differences. But Sky Crew maybe does. And so from that perspective, it's like completely different cultural thing where she's not the outcast. She just has like a genetic difference and it's not a big deal. Um, so I can see that being like a line that she understands and does not want to cross. Um, for so- Echo, I think I can see it being like she gave her life to Asgeta and they turned on her. She gave I six feel- years to Space Crew, and she gets a hint that maybe they're going to turn on her, and I can see maybe that coming to pass. But who knows? I don't know. But, like, I can see, like, the opening of maybe that happening. Um, it's like, don't hurt. Like, I am so fragile. Before you have a chance to hurt me, me I'm going to fuck you up, you know? I can, I can see that it's- for either of them. What if... Clark casts in with the Allegius crew and finally gets uh, space crew on her side, but it's Maddie who betrays them to Octavia. Like, wow. Maybe. Wow. Why wow? <laughs> I mean, just, I, I just, because I feel oh my like God, a kid's- the conflict of that would be so delicious because <laughs> <laughs> i feel like a kid's betrayal is very different like they look at something very differently and octavia might offer her something that you know she's 12 13 like she's I lived think- with clark she is loyal to clark mm-hmm. but at the same time like she might not understand that level of betrayal of what she's doing i mean all octavia probably has to do like like promise her like a sticker collection. <laughs> I'm just saying, like Octavia might have vintage. some Turkish. Octavia might have some Turkish delight, and um, like like we're talking puffy stickers and like garbage pail kid stickers, like high high quality. Uh, I still don't know what garbage pail puffy stickers. Is. She has the best pogs available. Pogs, <laughs> yes, okay, yes. Um, all right, let's let's uh, unless anyone has any other thoughts, uh, let's wrap it up with maybe TV shows to recommend. Okay. Uh, All right. Um, Bubs. Well, wait. Go, sorry. Go ahead, Jen. Oh, no, go, 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 go. No, 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 no. Go, 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 go. I'm okay. um, so good, girls. <laughs> good I don't know what channel it's on because I watched it on Hulu, but 
Um, it has Joan from Mad Men, redhead with the big tits. Um, it has. I'm sure she loves loves that. Like, I mean, granted, that's based how you on know her posture, is. I think she does. Um, oh, they're they're huge. Come internalized on. misogyny. Speaking of huge tits, though, the um fucking what's her name from the magicians? Um, Not that far into it. Oh, Alice. Alice, Jesus Christ! Christ! Like it looks, and like she wears like some shirts, sweaters, two sizes too small. I'm like your boobs, girl. Like that just looks like uncomfortable. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Go um, ahead. Back so, to <laughs> so. Um, I can't. Uh, yeah. So Joan from Mad Men. Um, the girl from. Um, Scott Pilgrims or Parenthood, depending which you watched. It's one or the which other. One? Uh, Knives? No, no, no. The white one. The girl she dated. Oh, oh, no. Arrested Development. Oh, Her? yeah. Anne. Egg. Egg. <laughs> yes, definitely. AKA <laughs> Echo. Egg. <laughs> egg. Um, so she, um, she's great in it. And um, her, the Joan is her sister, and then we have okay. um, Retta's in it, right? Retta, Retta from Parks who is and Rec. excellent. I love her so much. Um, she, is it a comedy? Like, what's what's? Give me, give me like the the the, the, oh, the elevator pitch. It's so dry. It's so so. Um, did you like Weeds? The first few seasons. Yeah. So think the first few season of Weeds. But instead of her just being by herself trying to figure it out, she has herself and two friends. One of so which is her sister. So it's kind of like claws. Yeah, kind of. No, definitely more of a claws feel. Um, they're, th- the three of them—they're great women. They're—they're they're good women, and that's the point. It's like good girls. Um, okay. And that's why they're it's successful is because they—they they fly under the radar. But it—it's just like the best part of it is they have mundane problems like the rest of us. And it's how they're trying to um, meet these mundane problems as best they can with what they have. And it, it's just, it's a very human story, basically. Okay. Um, Maybe we'll give it, give it a try. It's fun, though. It's very fun. And I think that, like, so her, um, Joan's husband is a piece of shit. <laughs> but he, there's, like, redeeming qualities where you're just, like, would she better be better off with him you and so you have that like internal battle where you're like you really want to write him off but at the same time you're like he's part of the team um but at this at the other the on the other end of it you're like it's like what's her face from weeds who's gonna hook up with the drug dealer because it's hot like (laughs) you know um all right. Well, that sounds like I could be that that girlfriend and I could be into it. And we've, um, you know, you we, should at least try it. Shows. Yeah. What about you, Jen? Um, so the Expanse came back a couple weeks ago mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. for the third season. Hey, hey, hey. Um, and if you're into the hundred, you'll be into the Expanse. It's an excellent show. With the caveat <laughs> that the first season is a little bit of a slog. It's, it's a little bit slower, but it's a hundred percent like worth everyone's time. Yes, um, and and the, th- the people you think you're not going to like, you end up liking. <laughs> Fucking, um, and there is Gunny slash Bobby slash whatever her face is, is the most excellent <laughs> person ever, and I love her. Oh so my bad. god, she's so good. Well, I want, no, I want to talk about the best person okay. on the Christian. show ever. The cool, the show, the coolest character in the history of TV, maybe? <laughs> I don't know. Um, but uh, we've got, we've got Christian mm-hmm. Avicerella is the character's name. 
Um, and she's a, a woman of color and of a certain age. She taught me um, that my sexuality is red cape. <laughs> I think all of our sexuality is red cape with a, and a for, snowy for background. Who have not seen the, the second season of The Expanse? Oh my god! We're literally oh god. talking about her walking through the snow in a red cape, oh, and you see so it, and you're like, "Well, I'm aroused." Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, who makes that? Fraulein Hood. Oh, it's just like she has the most amazing wardrobe and it, it's and it's, dialogue it, but she and she's always a woman she's maternal she's etc et but she's a powerful person like i love she, that yeah, she's, she's not ruthless. a man who's a girl you know she is a woman who's powerful and she yeah, is I mean, over their male bullshit yeah like you and see the weird it on thing her is, face like how politically ruthless she is and then she's so cares so much about like random people she just met like She's like Two a scary ago. ass mother hen. Yes. Yeah. Like she will peck your fucking eyes out. Oh, totally. She's amazing. Yes. So yeah, the expanse. Um, we got Westworld coming back tonight. We've got yes. uh, I Into the like Badlands coming back tonight. Is it just me? I'm, I think you're wrong. It's just you. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I think there's something yeah. wrong with you. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I, I I think you should cease all motor functions and go get retooled. <laughs> it's just um, so predictable and it's, it, there was like no narrative. It was just about robots. Fucking God. I don't even know how to respond yeah, to that. Yeah, like, yes. I, like, does not compute. <laughs> what is what is the problem with Should that? Should I respond in ones and zeros? <laughs> Zero, all the way. see what the issue is. Um, so that comes back tonight. Badlands comes back tonight. Um, I, yeah. girlfriend and I just finished The Magicians, the third season, which I will say that show has gotten immeasurably better each season. Like season one was super rough and was a little punishing. I'm still trying season to get through two, it. Season two was was great, um, like a really good improvement, but kind of weird and like a lot more uneven. Season three, they have just decided to lean into their meta brand. They make so many fucking pop culture references, but it doesn't feel in such a way that is, um, you know how some TV shows will do that and it really ages the show? Mm-hmm. The, the references that this show makes really serves to sort of flesh out their own characters because it sort of shows these people as this is the media that they consumed and it makes total sense with kind of who they are, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like they had a whole subtitled conversation in pop culture yes. code. I, I was like, this is the best show ever. They talked about Battlestar Galactica, they talked about Buffy, they talked like they basically had to have a conversation in code around people who sorry, spoiler, didn't are are not from Earth and so who would not have knowledge of Earth, Earth, specifically American pop culture. And so it was a way for them to like sort of speak in code. Um, And even though I didn't get all the references, like I got most of them and it was just it was just delightful. Um, It's just it's a great, weird little show that kind of it's like, you know, if Harry Potter was allowed to smoke weed and have dick jokes um, (laughs) and drink a lot of alcohol, but it can get really, really, really dark. Yeah, that show can get dark. You're like, oh, this is kind of frivolous, and some of these characters I don't like. And then you're like, holy shit, this got dark. Yeah, but but it 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 makes sense. I mean, it's not like dark for darkness's sake. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like much like as 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 the leftovers first season, you know, which yay we finished, um, was like just punishingly awful. Oh my god, there were threads. The preacher that episode. I just wanted to kill myself. 
Oh my god. Um, but there were threads planted in that first season that didn't have payoffs until season three, and that's kind of how this third season of Magicians felt, where there were things that happened in the first season that were terrible and bad, but they had an incredible payoff by the third season. Um, so yeah, um, that's pretty much, that's all I got to recommend. Um, do you guys have anything else that you want to interject, chat about? No? Um, I'm like ambiguously excited about the first episode because you know what? All the reviewers, um, are losing their fucking minds. They're losing their minds in the best way. And like, none of them have voiced anything that I'm like worried about. So I feel like I should just like chill (laughs) and see what happens. Um... Because, should I bring up the fact that, like, that article that was like, there's not going to be any love triangles. I'm like, fuck you. This does not address my fears. Um, (laughs) I don't care, though. Um, But, like, so it it seems like there's nothing but excitement to have for this season. and I I, At least the first four episodes. At least the first four episodes. Maybe we can record, like, Capital Chick and I crying on episode five. Um, We'll see. Um. Jen, I believe you have called Dibs to be um, our first season five guest. Is that? Are you? St- I guess. I guess I have for the premiere. Yeah. Um. So next week, uh, it'll be the OG podcast crew. Um. Jen, me, and and Shaheen. Um. And then we'll harass Bubs and Cece into coming on. I believe that I have a tentative polite laughter of sure from <laughs> selena again um we might get joe garfine <laughs> on here um i don't know who else but you know all right uh so until next week since we're gonna be back weekly um i guess may we geek again may we geek again mm. bye bye, bye. bye.